Okay, and here we are from Walnut Kills, California. Um, got a lot of news to cover tonight. A lot, a lot. A lot, legitimately a lot. And I think we've only missed, we've only been away for like two weeks, right? Three weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks, wow. Yes, three weeks. So, well, usually, yeah, usually within a month, I'm surprised we, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, we, we might not uh, have a consistent schedule, but we're, uh, how do I say, we're making We're tracks. doing more lately. Yeah, we are. And we, we might are. be doing a lot more lately in the future. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Kurt, we're doing weekly podcasts. I'm, I'm weekly podcasts. <laughs> uh, I'm going to quit my job and yes. do this full time. Kurt, Kurt's quitting his job and we're doing daily podcasts. Yeah, I'm going to surf on the internet yeah. eight hours a day. Um, I'm going to you know, sur- surf for history on luchadores and find out uh, which of my favorite stars have appeared naked in what movies. You know? <laughs> you know, you could actually do a daily podcast on lucha if you really want. You probably to. could. Yeah, you could. There's so much to cover. There's so much like because on a daily basis, there's always something going on. Always something going Maybe on. Maybe not a two-hour show, but like an hour-long podcast, forty-five-minute-long podcast. Yes, exactly. And shows you watch and stuff like that. There's and there's so much out there to watch. Yeah. Well, um, it might be less. Less. Yeah. Oh. But we'll talk about it in a bit. More or less. Yes. Okay. Why? Well, I, I want to thank folks who have sent us some emails both uh, Facebook um, send you emails yes the rule me emails me emails yes the rule as usual yeah. you handle the I try to answer the emails fan Twitter, and if the I fan responses I only handle Twitter exactly uh, <laughs> I try to respond to them if I don't apologies but I do read them I do read everyone uh, one to thank William Hasselwander on uh, Facebook for turning me on to some old uh, lucha matches, including 1979, Dr. Wagner versus Dos Caras from, from Japan. Japan. Yeah. Yes, yes. And uh, several other matches, including one that I have seen many times and have talked about many times, Parata Morgan versus Masawa when he was Tiger Mask. Uh, I have that like in... Like- Five, six different tapes and DVDs. Yeah. I, I, I have watched that match so many times. I, yeah. I saw it for the first time, I think, in 85. Yeah. And uh, the one Parata Morgan, uh, I don't know if you have it on tape, but on that same tour, everybody was raving because he was in a six-man with Baba on the other team. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Is the one where Baba actually picks him up for a body slam and... Because the people I talked to said it looked like Parata Morgan slammed himself. He I mean, Baba did. never lifted people for yeah. money. It said Baba had this big grin afterwards, like <laughs> I hoisted somebody. The, the one I ha- I've seen is where he tags with one man gang. I know. Oh no way! In the the tournament, that I never saw that. that. that the urine, the real, the real, yeah, yeah, the world the, tag league or whatever. Uh, I can't remember. I don't want to make a. I, I, I always called it a the, real world tag yeah, league. But I always it sounds, called it the year end tournament because it sounds weird now nowadays with real world and the MTV show. So I always think that, and it's like it's not called real yes. world, but it actually was called. It's that. called the artificial world. Yeah, so it's like that was actually kind of cool. I always want because I always wonder what like remember when we would talk about like the old days, like mid south and all these promotions. Yes, and I always thought, man, what if Pirata Mario was like in Devastation Incorporated. Oh man! As a lighter weight and uh, with with one man gang and all those guys, and hey, you got to see it on that show. That is so yeah. cool. I also want to thank our friend Scotty Astro, who uh, enjoyed our more recent interview, our most recent interview with Superboy. He writes to us: "I just finished Lucha World 44 with Superboy. I loved it. 
when I was first really getting into Lucha, I got a few of those old wind tapes. I thought they were so cool. That is where I first saw Superboy. Superboy was the catalyst of me seeking out more SoCal Lucha tapes, which led me to finding out about the L.A. scene with Piloto Suicida, Loverboy, Principe Indu, etc. Back in those days, I waited anxiously by the mailbox for my next L.A. Lucha handheld to arrive. Later in the 90s, I thought it was so cool that Superboy and Piloto were on the Michinoku tapes I was getting. Anyways... Thanks for the interviews. They are very enlightening for me. I really enjoy hearing stories and learning new things about an era of wrestling that I once loved. I can't wait for next year's Super Interbo- Superboy interview. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I like then, how we, we only interview him once every year. <laughs> yeah, and, but, you know, we, and the funniest so part is we don't plan it that way. Yeah, it I, just it, happens that the next time we get around to it... It's, it's either one of us thinking about interviewing him or him actually going out of his way to ask us when we're going to do I, it. I love it when we see him, he looks and says, when are we doing the next interview? Yeah. Well, because he's doing a lot of... Po- he's doing his own radio show now, too. Or yes. He was for a while. I don't know if he's still doing it now. I don't know if he's or not, because he was doing it with that one uh, internet radio station. Yeah, and then and he... Then, there's another one. I don't know if that one's still happening. Like, there's a new one now, too. Like, some show that it, they had Volador and Mephisto on, like, last week or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what we have to do is go to his house, interview him to talk about the interview show. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Ask him what he's doing with interviews and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, Superboy, the same... T- but I actually saw him before tapes. I mean, I I remember when used to air in um, El Paso. And mm-hmm. I used to watch that stuff. Because I was into Lucha. I was watching all the Lucha shows. And that... When that show started, it was so different because it looked like a little studio type show. Yes. And like the interviews. And that guy who did the the interviews had like this distinct voice. Yeah. It sounded yes. like Because I think he did radio and stuff like that. He was somebody from here in L.A. that did radio and news at one point. Because I knew him. I actually knew him from, from when we would come to on trips here. Mm-hmm. And he would be doing the news or the sports. Oh no way! I didn't so I was like, know that, that. that sounds that sounds. But no, I, I did remember he had this like unusually professional. Voice. Yeah, yeah. So when he would do lucha, it just sounded so weird. Like because I was used to the lucha. Like well, you know, the lucha, the the announcers and lucha were very different in different places. You had Doctor Morales mm-hmm. and all the other guys, um, Septien and Michael Septien. All those guys were very. They knew about lucha. Yes. And then you had like the guy in uh, Juarez, who like. He, I think, I don't know what it was. I think they would hold, he would hold the microphone. Mm-hmm. Like he was, it was like a moving microphone. And he would actually call the matches from nearby the, the ring, the, the ring, the ring side. Oh, really? Which was oh, cool. very, like, I don't know if he did that all the time or he would go back and do it in studio. Mm-hmm. But it always sounded like, like he was, sometimes he was close by and all of a sudden. Like he, he was like, roaming. Yeah, yeah, he roaming. Yeah, yeah. Because it looked like a handheld. If you watch a lot of like the Lucha from Juarez, it looked like a handheld. I remember that because I got those tapes from Conan like in 89 or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. And it did look like it was a fan cam. Yeah. You know? But it looked, it was so like raw. It looked really yeah. cool. Now, now uh, we'll get to the main story, but I briefly wanted to touch base. I remember how I told you I saw that Parata Morgan versus Volador match from the early 90s. Yeah, Monterey. yeah. I have to say, I loved the way, the presentation of the whole thing, because uh, Parata Morgan's walking out of the dressing room, room fans are clamming around him, and the uh, commentator was right there with the microphone to do a pre-match interview. Yeah, that's how Monterey was exactly like Juarez was, too. Like, if you watch a lot of that stuff, it looks like handheld footage, too. Yeah, but, but I thought that was... M- Professionally, it was more professionally yeah, professional than Morris stuff. Yeah, and I gotta be honest, I don't think I've seen the, uh, much Monterey because I just sat there saying, 
you know, if 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 somebody was going to do, it gets worse. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, Monterey nowadays is like really. No, I heard it's a yeah. shell of what yeah, it was. Yeah. But I, you know, assuming that that was how it was done back then. And you know, there's talent in Mont. I mean, every area has talent, but like the promoters always like go with different stuff. They have different ideas, book stuff yeah. that really make doesn't make well, sense. Well, and as as we have talked about, so many promoters just tell the guys, well, okay, go out there, do whatever. Yeah. Where, you know. With, in my day, uh, you know, a lot of promoters would say, you know, keep it keep it tight. Don't do a hundred topes. You know what's minute, what's, you know? what's so great? I was watching that Informa show this past Wednesday, mm-hmm. and they were asking um, Stukita and Mercurio, who are two of the minis in CMLL, mm-hmm. what they thought the, the their division needed. Yes. and they were talking about how how um, they need motivation. Mm-hmm. It's like opportunities will lead to motivation. And I'm like, well, you know, that's kind of what CML lacks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, you know, they that's don't have, true. they don't have a lot of creativity, like with their stuff, like what their booking is nowadays. Yeah. It's just really like Ultima Girl and Atlantis. Everybody else is like, yeah. Yeah. They're well, part well, of something I'd like to touch, I'll mention briefly, but I would love to touch on a little bit later, in more detail is when I watch IWRG, I feel like I'm watching some guys who are talented, but it looks like somebody told them you're not getting paid tonight because <laughs> they kill so much time. That can't be a reason for being bad. Most of most wrestlers don't get paid. <laughs> Come on. That's right. Yeah, that's not. So, <laughs> oh, so anyway, uh, I want to give Scotty Astro another thanks, and uh, yeah, if you want to write me. They can write email. both of us on Facebook. Scotty does, Scotty sends us both messages. He does. He does. And, and we read them. Yes, I do read we them. We did have that discussion on Pimpinella, didn't we, or something? Like Pimpinella and That's Kisenda. right. That's yeah. right. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Um, that reminds me of uh, when I used to uh, email with Jose Fernandez, and we always talked about Trio Fantasia. Yes. We, we never talked about anything else but Trio Fantasia. <laughs> and probably everybody else would like, why are we talking about yeah, that? Yeah, I like, love Trio Fantasia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it's I like, love them. Like anything else, we'd be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever. But, yeah. Uh, uh, so, anyway, uh, my email address is liger, L-Y-G-E-R at A-O-L dot com. Or you can just go to uh, Facebook and look up Vandal Drummond and uh, friend me and message me. And that's all <laughs> I've got to say about it. Do that. they have to friend you to message you? Because I, I don't think they Probably not. No, you don't have you to can friend me. me. You can mess, they can message you. They should. They should I don't know. I think they don't have a choice where you're a foe instead of a friend. Yes. Friend me or foe me. Yeah. I was actually surprised that uh, Bolador actually replied to my. Uh, my message <laughs> like the, oh. yeah, on Facebook well not uh-huh. not not that he wouldn't because right. more that he would like actually be using Facebook you know because everybody's always not some guys use it some guys don't use yeah, it yeah there's some there's yeah. some folks who use it just to do a little publicity but they yeah they don't really respond and they get 101 I'm messages. guessing he does because he's selling stuff on there so he's got to <clears> see that stuff so yeah I yeah know. I mean that's really cool when they actually give you a, a even person, just a thanks you know reply. like yeah, thanks that's cool though yeah. that's cool so we have lots of news. Uh, there's lots of news, the, and the biggest news. The biggest Mystic, news. Not Mystico, but Mystic. Mystic 2.0. Yes. Has le- actually 2.0. Mystic 2.0. Is he the, is he the, <laughs> is he the lost little brother of Matt Hardy? Has left AAA. Shocking. This is, I mean, all of us figured that was going to be a long-term... Uh, relationship where everybody got along. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with Alberto. With Alberto right? in the in the group. Yeah, they were, were going to go to a shooting range. I will say this. Together. I will say this. 
I mean, for whatever reason, in American wrestling, I don't think we get a lot of surprises nowadays. Because mm-hmm. really, well, you know, really, what is there to be surprised with? Because, I mean, a guy jumping from TNA to WWE yeah. isn't that big a deal. Because exactly. TNA guys, right now, there's not as I mean, Kurt Angle's the name, but there's really not a lot of, like, there's not a huge star going from one place to the other. Right. Or Ring of Honor. Yeah, you have guys going from indies to the WWE, and that's mm-hmm. in. But most people already know about it. Yes. Or you hear weeks of, and it, there's a rumor. But this one, like, nobody really was bringing up Mystico, Mysticis, Sinkara, mm-hmm. now Mystic 2, jumping from AAA or leaving AAA. Because he hasn't jumped to any, he's joined I, Lucha Libre Elite. I had no idea. I mean, I could have pictured there being a falling out of the road because yeah. he's difficult to work with, apparently. Yeah. But this, for me, was out of the blue. Yeah, it's shocking. I mean, the news one was a Friday. I think. Thursday, the one of the reporters wrote that um, he was told somebody from w, an ex WWE wrestler mm-hmm. was going to be announced for the Lucha Libre Elite show, which is happening on this and Sunday. And I remember that. And, and we were all joking. Oh, it's uh, so we're, uh, Rob mentioned Boogeyman. Uh-huh. I think yes. I mentioned Brutus, yes. Brutus Beefcake, and other people were just mentioning all these random WWE guys. I thought it was going to be somebody who was on Tough Enough for a short time. Yes, yes. And, you know, That's what I, yeah, I was thinking that. I go, I go you know what should be Tough Enough's um, Andy, Andy, whatever the fuck his name you know? is. <laughs> like, yes. Or some dude that I wouldn't even know. Like, like some dude who was like on that show for like 30 minutes, and that's it. And, you know... The next day, um, about I'm guessing it was 6 p.m. Pacific time, like a half hour before the show was going to start. Um, he, he wrote, actually, Meltzer was might have been the first one that revealed it mm-hmm. that uh, Mysticis was backstage at Triple um, in Arena Mexico. Wow! And then he wrote that um, Apollo Valdez, who's really a great, a really good reporter out of Mexico mm-hmm. for Medio Medio Tiempo, uh, he mentioned that um, he then mentioned that he was there. Mysticis was there. And then I guess some reporter sent AAA the news. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Roldan wrote, um, compared Mysticis to Judas. Yes! That's <laughs> funny. He later deleted, which I'm really pissed. I, I, usually I'm quick to screen cap <laughs> every tweet that I sent, I think, but I don't think he was going to remove it. I mean, he didn't say who it was. I was going to say, I get a little, little nervous every time I put something on Twitter. You know, you know I still usually do Facebook. But I get nervous because people's inhibitions are removed. Well, this wasn't bad. This wasn't bad, though. This wasn't bad, but you want to kind of think those things out. I don't, I wouldn't. But that people, wasn't bad, like I was saying, because Mysticis was the one that looked bad in this. Dorian was just yes. pissed. Dorian was just a business guy who was pissed that his somebody he's working for him jumped without telling him. Yeah, but, but uh, Dave pointed out something very... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah but the, ironic is that's how AAA was yeah, born. Yeah. They robbed people. And I think that's why I think that's why he kind of like toned it down afterwards because yeah. he was like, "Yeah, you're right. We did start like yeah. that." Well, and plus, and that's why Conan never said anything, which I'm sure. Yeah, well, also Conan, I think was a, was told both he and Dorian were told not to say anything. Yeah. yeah, be quiet because who knows if they want to make any illegal moves or if they just don't want to look like a pissed inferiors. Yeah, if you bitch too much, even if you're in the right, because they get guys all the time too. So it's like. How are you exactly. going to get pissed about that? I mean, they got Goya Kong. <laughs> you're like, you're like, Goya Kong jumped. You didn't see. Well, although I'm guessing she didn't leave in that bad term. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. And there's a big difference between Goya Kong leaving CMLL and, and Mystico. One, one thing I will say is, uh, I mean, say what you want about Mystico. I, I know that he's created many problems for himself. But 
he's made himself relevant again. He generates interest. Yeah, he he left WWE a bit of a punchline. Yeah, and he's and that's relevant. still that's still kind of held against them with American fans, mm-hmm. but in Mexico it's not. It's not as there are some fans who view it as a failure, right? But they're not they're not completely they're not completely like oh he was horrible because mm-hmm. you could spin it as you could spin it as WWE being the one that screwed him over, which isn't true because Sin Cara was really like he was horrible, you know, like oh yeah, always yeah. injured, very unprofessional. It wasn't like an Alberto situation, exactly. It's like he he walked in, like he failed, he failed in WWE. Yeah, yes. but I mean, he's in Mexico, he's. He's always been viewed as the guy who was the the last boom in lucha. Mm-hmm. Was him? Yes. So he's always going to have a place in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, then he de- he de- he de- debuted him. I think you did. You watch the show as it happened? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? They I think it was live, right? They were airing it live on Clara Sports. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if that show was live, but I know I know he was there. And yeah, I think it was. I think it was. And um, he basically was like glad to be back in Orlando, Mexico. Mm-hmm. They announced him he was going to be on Lucha Libre Elite. Mm-hmm. And he hoped to be re- returned to CMLL, the home that saw him, you know, be born, grow in career-wise. And, like, then he kisses the ring and everything as he walks away. And it's like, you're just, like, you're just thinking, well, we all kind of, and I think a lot of people, like, when he left, mm-hmm. we all kind of figured this was going to be, like, him coming, he would come back at some point. Yeah. Although, you know, maybe CML didn't think it was going to be this soon. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah. when did they make the new Mystical? Like, a year after he left? 2010, you know, I'm so bad, I'm losing track of time these days with that kind of stuff. I can't even remember when he left. That tells you how bad I am with, with yeah, time. I can't, I can't remember who it was, but... 2013, but I was 2014. Thinking, <laughs> I, I was thinking of a wrestler who passed away what, what I thought was maybe... Ten a, years a ago. Year, a year, year ago, ago, and it winds up they passed away five years ago. I'm going, what? It, it is so weird. Like, like I was trying to remember, like... and and I was trying to remember when Mystico was created, the, mm-hmm. the, second, the, the one that's the skinny kid right now. Yeah. And I was like, when was that? And I'm thinking, was that 2012, 2013? And it's, it's so funny. Like, I, I can't used remember. To, I used. To, I think one of the reasons I feel so strange to me is I used to be a geek when it came to to dates. Like I remember the date of the very first show I ever went to, all the finishes. Yeah. And I remember when you know Harley Race won the belt from Terry Funk. You know all that stuff. And but now I. I barely remember whether I watched something last week or last yeah, year. Yeah, well, I can't remember if the Clara Sports Show aired. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's also because they're geo-blocking it all the time. So, <laughs> I like how people tell me, you could, you, could, you, could, uh, you could watch it if you switch your proxy settings. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not touching my computer with anything where that requires me having to remember how to do something, you know? Me, you and yeah. me both, my friend. Yeah. Um, so then he ended up doing another appearance for uh, Adam, Arena Coliseo Guadalajara. And he, they, um, Lucha Elite held a press conference where they announced that he had changed his name. Actually, he mentioned before that that he was going to change his name because Mysticis was um, AAA's name. Mm-hmm. So now people are kind of worried that, or not worried, just thinking that AAA might put somebody else under the Mysticis right. gimmick, which, you know, I don't know, like, I wouldn't rush into it just because I don't really think the gimmick was that that great yeah and that it's almost and it's basically him it was basically yeah. him it was just them changing a name I mean if you could get somebody and you think Mysticis is a cool name mm-hmm. redo the gimmick the, the look and everything fine but well, I don't, think don't, don't rush don't rush don't rush into it don't lose sleep you can come up with a different name and um and so well, I mean 
was almost as childish as there being another Mystico. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. You know, well, I would. I, we said on. the same thing about w, uh, about CML also. Mm-hmm. We said the same thing about WWE with Sin Cara also. Yeah, I mean the WWE Sin Cara. What is he really doing? It's not really this exciting character. Exactly. Yeah. In the tag team, people don't really like. They're in. The, they're in with those matadors and all those other guys. You know, <laughs> they're not the new day. Oh God! You know? Yeah, yeah. Like the WWE really understands lucha. Yeah, I, I like how they like now everybody's like. We were at that show, that show where they were these kids were chanting lucha, lucha. Yes. And everybody was upset. That's not the, the these two little kids were upset because those aren't the lucha dragons. I'm like, dude, lucha. <laughs> what do you want? They're yeah, chanting really. lucha because it's a lucha show. You know? Exactly. What do you want them to chant? Women's wrestling. <laughs> Remember at the start of the show they were chanting women's wrestling. Oh, that was, that funny. was so lame. Oh God. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Yes. Uh, so uh, with Mystico. Um, Basically, I think the the plan is he's going to be, I think, for the moment, he's going to be the face of um, Lucha Libre Elite. Mm-hmm. I kind of think this is going to be like kind of like the Paraguay oh, uh, Peril and Mod promotion when they mm-hmm. first broke up CMLL. Mm-hmm. The initial idea was that Peril was going to lead, was going to handle the Peril and Mod promotion separately. Yeah, kind of like I think they did that in Japan once, like some group in Japan. I just can't remember what group mm-hmm. it was, and. It ended up not working. Yeah. And so Pearl left, did his own thing. And the promotion itself didn't work either down the road. So. Yeah, I remember that was a promotion that never really started. They yeah, did like, they, they, they did, did a few like... shows and then just he jumped to AAA and it kind of went nowhere. nowhere. Um, but with Lucha Libre Elite, I think they have some backing. Some Yeah, I was going to ask. Now, they're going to be doing Sundays. Yeah, they took over. That was the other big news. Um, yeah. They're taking over the Sunday shows in Arena, Mexico. Although I think they're running a Guadalajara show, and um, mm-hmm. I think they they might be switching back and forth between Arena Mexico and Guadalajara. Oh, so it could be like an every Sundays. other week thing. I have no idea. Like I think they said weekly, I, but there's like a there seems to be I can't. You know, and as we know, no, 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 I'm bad with date with dates. You know. Yeah, and as we know, uh, time zones and dates. If, just, <laughs> if, the, if the Cubs fan wasn't around, we'd all be lost. Exactly. Thank you, Cubs fan, <laughs> for grounding us. Yeah, yeah. In time, and yeah, time space. and time dates and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, and as we know, Arena Mexico, owned by CMLL. Um, is there any word on what the financial deal is in using the arena, or do you think CML will be working? Well, you know, they're going to make money off of it either way. I yeah, because they're they're they're. But you know, like if they if they keep it somewhat different, mm-hmm. it might actually draw well for a while. But once if it starts becoming the same thing as what CMLL does, no it's way. not gonna it's not gonna last. Well. Now, am I remembering correctly that they focus on using a lot of the uh, veterans, the legends? Indie guys and stuff like that. Because I'm wondering if they did Guadalajara one Sunday and Arena Mexico the next Sunday, if they o- if each city only had it every other week, I wonder if that it might... Would wor- I mean, that might actually work. Because you would be oversaturated. Yeah, but if you're doing it... The only thing is, like, if you do it in, different enough where you have, like, if Mystic, if Mystic 2.0, mm-hmm. like, if he's only wrestling that show... Mm-hmm. That's fine, but if he starts working all the CMLL shows, it's pretty much dead. Right. Because it's just going to be another CMLL show. Yeah, I can't remember what region it was, but I remember in the 70s there was the one territory where they would... um, The main city was a Friday night city, but they would only run every other Friday night. Yeah. uh, I I remember, I I think I heard that weekly the crowds were just kind of dwindled but yeah. if you had it every other week you know you weren't giving them too much 
Well, no, with CML draws well with the Universal Tournament. (laughs) That's kind (laughs) of... Well, 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 they they drew pretty decently. Yeah, they did. did, 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 Yeah, they they did that for what? For the... They did well for one show, and then, like, it... There was an initial word. Well, wasn't the storyline that Atlantis was always wanted to win that yeah, title or yeah. something like that? Yeah, because he needs that. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't. Everybody, he hasn't everybody, n- yet. quick name, name who's won the the CML Universal Tournament over the past since it started. Uh, <laughs> Danny Casas. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimo Girl twice. Yes. Atlantis. Mm-hmm. And then Rush, I think. I have no idea. <laughs> Tanahashi, maybe. I couldn't name one. Yeah, I can't remember. Again, if I was fifteen, I wish I could name. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is with tournaments. Like, name all the who who's won uh, who's won the Grand Alternativa. Yeah, but there's so yeah, many it's like there's so many of them. You, you have a hard time memory memorizing who won the tournaments in one specific yeah. year because they have so many. Yeah, yeah. So then there there was all this Mystic 2.0 stuff and. There was a lot of rumors that he tried to get other people from AAA to jump with him, mm-hmm. which he said wasn't true. And um, apparently, um, I don't know, um, Averno, Averno it was immediately the first guy everybody thought was going to jump, but he pretty much told them he wasn't leaving this time. He's staying in AAA. I was going to say, he seemed like one who was really up to having a fresh start. Like, and I think he kind of saw, now that Luciferno's kind of set with the Hijos del Inferno, where would he go? <laughs> you're like like Lucy Ferno, they rarely team with him. <laughs> I just keep thinking about that tweet you did earlier today about uh, seeing a bunch of masked wrestlers in a church. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying it'd be even weirder to see like Mephisto and Lucy Ferno in the church. <laughs> yeah, he's just on the <laughs> Yeah, with the horns and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, Who exactly are you praying to in our church? I think Averno's kind of like in a he's he's kind of in the same spot he would be in CMLL really. Yeah. In AAA, so I guess you kinda of pick where you're kinda of doing well. Pick where you are? Yeah. Who's giving you a better? I wouldn't be shocked if he left at at, an, at a future point in mm-hmm. time, but I, I don't think he's going to leave anytime soon. And then uh, Mysticis as brothers, I should call Mystic Two Point uh, <laughs> Argos and Argenes were also rumored to be leaving, mm-hmm. but apparently they they ended up staying with AAA, which I'm glad because I don't really think we need more of these shitty. <laughs> well, with Argos, Argos is really bad, so mm-hmm. we don't need more of that in in CML. We already got plenty of really generic <laughs> shitty luchadors. <laughs> Toiling in the bottom, <laughs> man. Did you watch that Puebla show? They had like the Puebla show. The Puebla show. I have no idea why they they just don't stick with the Puebla locals in the first two matches. They always have to bring in all these other like the the DF guys, and the DF guys are just so bad. It doesn't seem cost efficient when yeah. you have these local boys who are better workers. It's just bad. Like you have all these guys. It's like, man, come on. How and the local boys, you probably don't have to pay as much either. Yeah. Well, you're not paying for the, the travel, yeah, the yeah. transportation, stuff like that. Um, so they're staying. Argenes is actually Argenes is also one of the d- disciples on in um, the Underground, mm-hmm. that trio. So they're not he, they're not broken up, right? Although, I mean, come on, <laughs> you'd pretty much find anybody skinny Mexican luchador. There's, <laughs> there's plenty in in LA alone. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you could find, or in Mexico, there's plenty others. So it wasn't like going to be hard for them to replace him. So that's basically Mystico's um, storyline. And to be continued, yeah. the career of Mystico... Uh... Mystic 2.0. Mystico, he did mention he didn't mind Mystico keeping the name. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing that if he ju- if he ends up going full-time to CMLL, I mean, that would be the 
ideal feud to start with, oh, that'd right? Be great. Let him end the Mystico and him take over the Mystico. Well, hand. and and unlike uh, the Sin Cara feud in WWE, they would know how to do it properly. Well, you know, I don't think it would be as good as the Alley Park La Parka match. Oh God, no. Where it's just a beatdown because. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would feel bad for the other Mystico because that guy would really like. And then Mystico to Mystic Two Point isn't like the most. He's not like he, there's always a chance he's going to screw up. Yeah. And you put in another guy who's really like always getting hurt. <laughs> just, <laughs> it sounds like something. I, I, I was a train wreck. Okay, this is just something I was wondering, and. Um... But you know, the other thing, like the weird thing, is like I think when we're talking about Ingobernables, I don't know, mm-hmm. we did it in a podcast. But we were talking about Ingobernables and how there really isn't a top technical to feud with in CML for them besides Atlantis. Because yeah, they, they haven't yeah. elevated anybody else. This guy kind of seems like the guy you would want to go against them. That's true. Although I don't know how popular he is with the, the fans now because he's not, you know, the DF crowd is kind of, the Erna Mexico crowd isn't as Yeah, I mean, I heard, he, I heard when he made that return. That but he's a big star going against other stars. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, already got a good pop, not a thunderous. We missed you, Papa. Yeah, did. Well, he got a star pop. Well, I was curious about this. In this whole, I mean, obviously, you know, you know what CML do? The first thing they do, they put him against Nero Casas and kill his heat, kill Sin Cara's heat. Uh, Mystic. I like how I've now called him every single name. Mystic Two Point Oh's. Yeah. They kill off his 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 heat. Because everybody's going to cheer for Nero Casas. Of course. They all love him in that building, so he, they're going to cheer for he's him. He's Ric Flair. He could be yes. heel all he wants, but they're, they're going to cheer him. they got to put him with Nero Casas against Ingo Bernardes. Yeah. Now, I, obviously, we don't know the exact negotiations for him getting near CMLL. And I think it's going to happen similar to what happened with Ali Park and Wagner. Yeah, well, see, I'm assuming that he... Although I don't think he's going to burn his bridge as quickly as... No, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I mean, this is just my opinion. I, I, I'm I, assuming that he's already negotiating with CMLL. I'm guessing that's And, right. well, because we we talk... I know, I know you're telling me he doesn't have a lot of power, but Tony Salazar is a relative. I'm... I, I said he didn't have a lot of power. Didn't you? Tony Salazar? Or did I misunderstand what you said? I didn't say he had a lot. Okay. You asked me if he was related to Mystic. To but he is, right? I don't know. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with the feeble minds. That... It doesn't matter. He's Mystic 2.0. He's he's pretty much somebody that's coming in because of Yeah, but still, but still, you're in AAA. You're going to go back to this promotion where probably, you know, uh, um, well, you know, they're not... It's only... not like Electroshock joining CMLL who doesn't have any connection you know what I mean yeah yeah that's what that's that, that was like, I was gonna say I was wondering yeah. if like okay we're fans. Tony Salazar has other things to worry about we'll be talking about in a bit oh okay he's got other important things to worry about no I'm just saying like uh, the mystic 2.0 I'm, I'm just saying and I, I don't know how close they are but uh, I picture you know mystic to zero mystico missed disease uh, saying, "Hey, Tony, can I come back?" And he, I picture. Well, he doesn't have to ask Tony. It's basically Panico and all those. Other, he just has to talk to Paco. Paco's are pretty. He's he's being allowed to work out uh, Lucha Libre Elite uh, in Arena Mexico. Right. So he's got he's already okay. talked to Paco or something. Yeah, well, that, that's why I'm higher thinking. up. I just I just he's wish, talked to somebody higher. I just up. wish I know what the exact. It's kind of like it's like it's kind of like sports. When sports trades happen, mm-hmm. there's the minor sports trades that happen between the the general managers the front office people mm-hmm. but the big ones like the Shaquille O'Neal's the Michael Jordan's although he's never he never was traded mm-hmm. the Dwight Howard's 
um, Barry Bonds players that are huge stars. I'm telling you all these old time. Like I'm not going with any LeBron James. You know yeah, gonna... yeah. If I say somebody current, it's be like. I don't know who that is. I only remember from the wrong reasons because you know, they married a Kardashian. Yeah, the, the big like stars yeah. the big stars get dealt by the owners. Mm-hmm. The owners have to be involved. And that's how it is with wrestling. The, well, the but boss the thing is, res- wrestling promoters can tend to be a little more emotional and irrational when it yeah. comes to bringing or not bringing Well, you know, I'm sure they ask the opinion of the, 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 the their, their programming department. But, I mean, come on. You've seen CMLL. Building's empty. I'm pretty sure they're going to ask if 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 Mystic 2.0 says I want to come back. They're yeah. going to be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, but we know how strange uh, Paco can be. Like, you know. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying Paco. Yeah. If Paco, if he's working that, Paco's okay with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just I'm just thinking because you know he left. It on, doesn't give, It doesn't matter what he the other left on think. shaky. I'm, I, this is just curiosity. This yeah. is the, he left on shaky terms, and you know they they know he. Alley Park left in shakier terms. Came back. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. I'm still curious. Doctor Wagner Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Wagner Jr. said crap about Paco and he came back. Yeah. And Paco, Paco, like, Paco rarely talks bad about other wrestlers. He actually talked bad about Dr. Wagner Jr. when he left the first time. Yeah. This time he didn't care. Now, do you think do you think this is a shift in Paco Alonso? Because he's well known for just... I think he's probably wanting to like generate more money or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird because I don't, I don't really think like this is... To me, this seems like a... A lot of the problems with CML, this is more like a short-term th- type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a short-term fix yeah. to a bigger problem. And the bigger problem is that they really not, they're not really del- developing their young talent. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of great young talent, but like nobody's moving up. And you know, it's not just their for, problem. For every Rush and Sombra, there's a bunch of guys who have been kind of uh, dog-paddling. In the yeah, Jeremiah Jr. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dragon Lee's, Dragon Lee should... He's worked main events. Some of these guys have worked main events, but it's the Tuesday show. Mm-hmm. But they're not being focused. You know, they're not. Oh, they're the, not in a feud. They're, there's so much talent they could elevate, and there's a difference. Like all these guys main event. There's like 40, 40 50 guys main event in CML, mm-hmm. like on a, in a monthly basis. There's at least forty or fifty guys in main event. They could work the the third match, fourth match, semi main or main event. Mm-hmm. But like some of those guys will move up and down. But they're not they're like really. Ultimo Guerrero is like the only one that doesn't really go up and down the card. Right. He's the only one that gets focused on. Like he's mm-hmm. the only one. Like think about it. if you did that with Dragon Lee, people would start getting used to them as stars and maybe yes. treat them as stars. Oh God, yeah. But they don't do that. They, it's I, mean, I, I, think, I think one of the most important things to tell somebody who wants to get into the wrestling business and you know, I mean, wants to get into it and you know. Like a lot of people do, wants you, to be a star, wants to be big. The first thing they should know is you could be the most talented, most charismatic guy in the world, but the wrestling business is not rational and it's not always fair. And you know what I hate? Dragon Lee should be elevated. And you know what I hate most with wrestling is that, mm-hmm. and this is just this isn't just CMLL. This is like across the board. Is like um, there's I can understand like young talent mm-hmm. that's raw and not re- really good. Mm-hmm. But you, they may have something that they do well and you want to move them up. Maybe you don't move them up because of this. Mm-hmm. So it may be when you, you know, everybody says you've got to give them like three years to move up and then like another three years before they can be accepted as a star. And then it's like, but then there's always like that one or two guy, one or two guys who are the exception, like just really good. Yeah. Get it. They get, they get the wrestling they get the they have the charisma mm-hmm. they can do interviews they should be main eventing yes 
And you know, CML had last year that in Busca del Nidolo, they had three out of the four guys who were who checked off all of those who could do interviews. Mm-hmm. They were they conducted themselves well, had charisma, and they can work. Hechicero, Cavernario, and Dragon Lee. Mm-hmm. The Panther. The only thing he's not he's not very he's not as charismatic as those mm-hmm. guys. He doesn't do interviews as well because he's kind of a quiet guy. Right. But he can work, and that's good enough to put him in main events mm-hmm. too. So, but it's like weird. It's like you have all these guys, Puma, another guy who could who yeah. talk. Well, and that's like I'm saying is is uh, they that... keep with the same old guys. It's like or they'll they'll thunder. I mean, seriously. Oh Christ! This is like the most ridiculous thing. Thunder, like. This isn't even me be, hate, being like hating on on guys who can't work, who can't wrestle or anything. This guy wrestles like I, I, I constantly say it, he reminds me of like the warlord, guys from yes. the eighties who weren't really that great in the ring. They weren't main eventing. They were in tag teams. Mm-hmm. They were like in the middle of the card. They maybe main evented once just to get squashed or get beaten by Hulk Hogan. Yes, but it wasn't then. Like they weren't building a. Year long program around him. Like, well, and that's like I'm saying the business is not fair. And, I, and it's, it's not 1980. It's, it's not 1980s either. Exactly. And it, it's true with, I think, any entertainment industry. But because I think of all, especially on Facebook, you see a lot of these indie guys who are really good workers, but they're aghast because, hey, somebody got this uh, got this push and they haven't proven themselves. They haven't paid their dues. And that's just the way the business is. Because it's just naturally good, you know. There's yeah, some, yeah. And those, some of those. And things. you can be naturally good and charismatic, but if the promoter doesn't like your face or doesn't just doesn't like your look, guess what? You're, You're not going to get pushed. And that's what happens with CMLI. Yeah, I mean, look, look, look at. Uh, just think if uh, WWE was never interested in Stone Cold Steve Austin, and. His last hurrah was when Bischoff said, "You're not marketable." Yeah, I bet you there's a lot of guys who are good, and a, a booker or a promoter just says, "Nah, nothing we can do with them." And and they take it, they take offense to it, and it's like, don't get offended by it. It's like it's part of the business. Yeah, you gotta keep going back. Yeah, you have, a, you have to have a thick skin. Yeah. to be in the business and change. You gotta change. You gotta change what your your look. Do something different to yourself. Like, exactly. Exactly. Or maybe that's that. Like I remember. And like, cross your fingers. There's, there's it a lot might of gu- work. It might not. There's a lot of guys who like do some some like they'll 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 do like their their match, mm-hmm. and there's one thing they do they have to do all the time, and it's not it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And they'll ask you, hey, what did you think of my match? It's like I like it, but why do you do that? Like I, I like somebody will ask me why why go why do you do that? It's like because it's 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 cool. Like, yeah, but you don't do it well. Exactly. You don't do it well. There's don't somebody who can do it better. Like than Dragon you. Rojo. Dragon Rojo does this drop kick off the ramp, mm-hmm. and for some reason, he kept like he stopped for a while. And I, I thought that's great, you stopped doing it. But every single time he would do it, he would land awkwardly because he has a bad leg. Right, he has a bad leg, and when he'd land, it looked like he would land on his back. And it's like you're just going to kill yourself doing that spot because you're not you're not that good. Yeah, and you're not you, Dragon Lee. <laughs> yeah. you're, not, you're not. You're not. You're Dragon Rojo. And if you didn't do that spot, nobody would know. Nobody's going to notice they're, it. They're, they're Nobody's going to notice it. Yeah. You're not uh, Marco does the dive, but you don't see him doing a dive, a, di- a completely different dive. Like he'll do like a plancha, but it's not like this. He's not trying to do tornillos. He's not trying to do all this other stuff. That's the dive he does. He sticks to it. So exactly. you have to know, and and you know, it's 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 weird because you have a lot of this. I don't know. Well, with, and so and so many. I wish Thunder would actually do something that I could actually say, "Don't do that." But basically, walking is a problem for him. <laughs> it's like just walking is a yes. problem for him. It's like there's nothing. He's a big guy who got into wrestling. It's like, he's just not good. He isn't. He's not. He, he's, 
he get I don't I don't know like I have no idea like what they could do with him. But it's like he just it's just Yeah, if it was an American promotion, I'd say put a suit on him and make him a big Bubba type. Kane. Turn him into Kane. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Have him stand around and do that stuff. But it's like I don't know. It's like it's it's weird with um It would be different if if he was that lame, but people were going crazy over well, you know, it's for kind of weird. No um, reason. Ultimo Guerrero was making a comparison, comparing Thunder to Strongman, mm-hmm. and so everybody wrote. I strongly di- like a bunch of people. I, I we disagree with this. I, th- I don't. You, you didn't. You didn't write that, right? Somebody else wrote that. No, but you know how I feel. Yeah, so yeah. I love Strongman. You, yeah, and I'm like Strongman. At least had a character. I look so forward to seeing him. I he never... had this. He had this car, like this, like this old timey. Uh, Bodybuilder like doesn't belong in like wrestling. Like a circus strong yeah, man. strongman look. And actually, he didn't do a lot of that stuff. Like he wasn't trying to do like I don't need, like he wasn't as bad as this guy. Like and and he wasn't great, but he wasn't doing some of the stuff. Like at least he could walk. Well, and he didn't have this uh, monolithic big guy ego, which he rarely see. Because remember, he'd put over Prince Devitt. Clean yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. No, no. Uh, he, that wasn't clean. Devitt robbed him. <laughs> Was he vocal about that? No, I was. Oh, I was very upset. Well, about mean, that. well, I'm not the only. He John didn't strongman. put. Strongman's shoulder wasn't on the on the on the mat. It couldn't be it on couldn't the mat. Be. All those steroids, yes. growth hormones. So it was impossible. See, that's the thing is, I never dreamed I would see the day where this guy who is a walking pharmacist. But he did. He used to put guys over, and I, I mean, yes. he, smaller guys, and he kept getting booked in in Japan. Yeah, and if I could tell you how many bodybuilders I met who. Who would say, well, I know I'm not supposed to do a job because yeah, it will hurt my how is, how is this skinny guy from Ira, from wherever he yeah. is, from going to beat me? Look at these muscles. Yeah, I'm these much muscles. bigger. <laughs> well, how is this guy going to magically bounce off the ropes if you fling him by the wrist him and they'll magically yeah, yeah. fly over your head? Yeah, so it's like... Do you think it could be a work? Oh, gee, I don't know. Yeah. Don't say that because wrestlers get upset when you they say do. that. They do. Yeah. So uh, we should continue with the Atlantis story. Um Atlantis, since we're talking about this, and this also involves Thunder. Um, Atlantis won the 2015 Universal Championship uh-huh. from Ultima Guerrero. Ultima Guerrero, um, so he, um, there was interference from Thunder. Mm-hmm. I heard about which this. Which resulted, and Ultima <laughs> Guerrero was very upset about this. Ultima Guerrero appeared on CML Informa and decided to, uh, he brought along a paperwork. Mm-hmm. And in this paperwork was his grievance. He's, Filed, he's filed, he filed a protest with CMLL over the fact that Thunder was allowed into the building when he wasn't supposed to be there uh-huh. and caused him to lose the match. And he doesn't know. Uh, he basically thinks uh, it was part of Tony Salazar's plan to cost him that match. Oh, no way. Because according to Ultima Girl, Tony Salazar handles the security for her ah, in Mexico. So that's he, why he has power. Yeah, so he decided that he's going to sue Tony Salazar <laughs> <laughs> for this. For costing him the okay, Universal Tournament now this is ta- great. Championship. I did not know this. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, so um, so this came, So what I actually thought of was hilarious is that this ties into the... I don't know if you remember, but Tony Salazar and Ultima Girl, when they did the En Busca de Unidolo reality TV series mm-hmm. a couple years ago, they actually didn't get along in the show. Mm-hmm. Not as... Not as... Um, not as a... You know, not backstage, just in the story. Yes, they they did the storyline where they didn't get along because because Ultima Girl was favoring all everybody from the from his area of the Laguna, mm-hmm. and Tony Salazar was upset that he thought 
hey, you're just favor you're favoring all the all your guys from your area, but there's other talent in the area. Mm-hmm. So um, so they would argue. They'd have all these arguments on the show. And one day, um, Ultima Girl was very upset that Tony Salazar was training the guys without him. He shows up in his car. I think it was, it was like one of these 80s mm-hmm. cars. R- drives right away, right away, and nearly runs over Tony Salazar. Oh, my God. And tells him to get stay out of his business, that he's, the, he's, the, he's in charge. He's, not the, he's just there to tell him what to do. He's not there to train his, his wrestlers mm-hmm. and everything. So I was just thinking about how that ties into this whole storyline. Mm-hmm. I basically gave you more of that, whereas CML probably isn't going to remember all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's hilarious. So I'm hoping they have Tony Solisar to rebuke. Oh, this. that'd be great if they, if they brought some. <laughs> yeah, we're just, I just love that because I love Tony Solisar. Yeah, even not knowing the backstory, I love Tony Solisar is this grumpy dude, old guy, who tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually, I think he's great because a lot of the stuff, like you were talking about how he, like you were talking about how he has power. Yes. His power isn't quite like the programming department power because he disagrees with a lot of the stuff that they're, oh, okay, gotcha, they're doing gotcha. in Samuel. Like he was one of the guys complaining about how bad the judging was in in Nimbusca de Unidolo mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. He's so, very transparent. Yeah, uh, so he, he doesn't put a happy face yeah, on the guy. Yeah, company. so so I I'm hoping he does this where he just complains about Ultima Guerrero. Like why? Like him? I'm hope I'm hoping he says why would I help Thunder <laughs> of all people? <laughs> it sucks. Although apparently. His son was one of the guys who told me um, Thunder was really. Okay, rare. see that makes me so even, that kind of upset. That makes me, me even curious more because I picture uh, 2.0 Miss Disease Mystic uh, calling CMLL and then Tony Salazar says, "You want to come back? Are you gonna be a jerk? Are you gonna <laughs> leave us again? Yeah, yeah." But see the the way they these guys. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think we'd have to know what their contract situation, like the contracts look, what yeah. they look like, because mm-hmm. it's like I almost think. They don't really have like this real like. It must be a flimsy type of contract. I was gonna say because because Mystico making that move, it it seems pretty brazen. Because even even when he went to WWE, I mean, all he did was wait. Yeah, I think he must have had a waiting period. I, I picture those uh, contracts that they hand out on indie shows that are Xerox saying, I do not hold this promotion. <laughs> and they're never notarized. Or yeah, 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 yeah. You, you signed it. You signed it. It's like, yeah, it's not notarized. Yeah, the first one I ever got, I, I signed it. I signed my name, Walter Mellon. <laughs> and uh, I handed it to them, and they didn't even look twice. So, oh, so if a guy named Walter got hurt on the show. Yeah, yeah so that's the that's what's going on. Um, oh, and Ultima Girl was so upset about... Um, was so upset with Thunder interfere, interfering that he's his solution to this whole problem is uh-huh. he wants a mass match with Thunder. And I'm thinking, I don't know, I mean, would I really want a singles match with Thunder? No, but that's, <laughs> that's the thing. my punishment. That's what that's I noticed. Whenever punishment. I see matches involving Ultimo Guerrero and Thunder, almost all of Thunder spots are done with Ultimo Guerrero. Yeah, because that's it's almost like team. It's almost like... Ultimo has this pet project. He wants to make this guy look good. Yeah, I just wonder what's going to happen when he eventually drops the mask. Is he going to stay, or because you know, I don't, I can't really see him being getting any better. Maybe, why don't we send a petition for it to be a loser leaves town match? Wish, yeah. Because I mean, I don't see him. I don't see it. Like I told you, like there's guys, there's um, there's wrestlers who I s- might have seen in the past that didn't look as good, mm-hmm. and then they, you see them later and they're a lot better. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know what you're gonna do with him. I mean, I mean, he's a little better than the first he's time. No, but that's he's not, not much. No, he's not. He's a guy who couldn't run the ropes. 
I know, but he—that's he, the scary part. He's still a little better than he no, was, he wasn't. Yes, no, he, he is. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. No, he isn't. You're not watching then. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, I. Everybody am. else is telling you. They're gonna tell you you're wrong. He's not. He's uh, not as good. Let as, me tell you something. Horrible. Let me tell you something. Go watch Puebla tell and tell me. Go watch Puebla. Let me tell you. Go watch a singles match with Cranio, which I. You're not gonna be able to. No, watch. no, no. So go watch his match in Puebla. He's the mo- he's the worst wrestler. I have seen in years the worst, and he's still the he's worst. not better than he was. No, that's so sad. He could at least he could at least stand up. He can't stay up, but he he can't even do that right. Come he on. can't. No, he does nothing right. That's that's why I'm saying he's not it's better. scary. It's scary because he sucks right now. Right now, he sucks worse than any wrestler I've seen since uh, David the Jewish Giant in the early '80s. Uh-huh. That's the worst wrestler I've ever seen in my life. Okay. He sucks that bad now, but he was even worse two years <laughs> he ago. Was, no, he still, yes, he was. No, he, two was. years ago. He's no different now from two years ago. Was, 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 think, was, and was. I think you just, you're just basing it off one match that you've seen. That might the be. The one good match that you saw like, uh, last, like in late December. I've never seen a good match of his. Yeah, he was in a match where he actually had a good, he, was, he wasn't good, but the match was good. Actually, actually, you know what, what? Actually, yeah, I have to defer to you. No, 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 no. I, have to, I, I have to defer to you. Match. I have to defer to you. He does look better because of who? K Monito? <laughs> I don't know. See, K Monito's a better worker than yeah. he is. No, Ultimo Guerrero. Yeah, because it really is. It's, it's, no, no, no. That, and you know what? It's it's yeah I def- I, I, I I mean it's amazing like like I'm telling you like that one match I saw I, mm-hmm. I even mentioned it I I mean I even wrote on, I wrote has this guy improved because I actually thought he was good in the match but then like you start watching him again it's like mm-hmm. oh man he's still bad <laughs> no like, yeah I know you know I, I totally I totally well I take back what I said he looks better but he's I think not I don't bad. know like he j- like 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 I like we were saying he just goes it's like a it's like a muscle guy from the eighties. Like it's like even when he runs. And you know what? Yeah, I I I would. I'm so th- used. I'm so used to now today's wrestling where it's like guys when they're gonna jump you, they actually run and jump you and do all this crazy shit. Yeah. And this guy just like like walked no, towards the arena. I'll go as far to say I can't think of many. I can think of maybe one muscle guy who stayed that bad, and that that's just somebody on an indie level, not even a big star. And you know, I we've gone to indie shows. I've watched WWE. I haven't watched TNA. I haven't watched any of that stuff. I can't think of anybody who's worse than him. Neither can I. I mean, Pierrot. But I mean, Pierrot well, is... Well, that's a different Pierrot story. is a different, different yeah. type of bad. Canelo Costa is a different type of bad mm-hmm. also. But I mean, those guys can move. Well, Canelo can move. Pierrot can't. Pierrot. <laughs> well, yeah, Pierrot. I guess it's Pierrot and Thunder. I guess that's... <laughs> that's uh, but there's, there's a lot of guys... I mean, and there's a lot of bad wrestlers. It's not just them, there too. Is, there is. But, but you know, yeah. Yeah, I correct myself on as a main right eventer, on the air there. As a main eventer, I don't think there's a main eventer as bad as him in any anywhere. There isn't, no. Like women, men. Let's put it this way: way. If anybody can, if anybody can can find a worse main eventer than Thunder, email Kurt at ligeradaol.com. Yeah. Or send him a message. On Actually, Facebook. I'd be fascinated to see. Or tweet us and let us know. I would. I would be scared to talk about it too loud because. And you know what? I even watch Mil Mascaras. Mm-hmm. In those on one of those early le- legend shows, and he moved better than Thunder, and, he, <laughs> and he's like he's like nine hundred years old. Yeah, 
He's, and he, he's, I mean, it's sad. But no, but no, I do say, I feel bad for Mimos because he, he's lost all his definition in his body. It's sad I saw him without a shirt. Because he's old. He's old now. And he doesn't know it. He, he's old. I mean, he, he should be retired. Maybe he just can't make money, like, if he's not wrestling. I don't know. Maybe um, he didn't save any money. Maybe not, but... I would think he would have, he would have enough money. Just from it. what I've been told about him, I mean, obviously I don't know him, but I bet you he doesn't realize how old he is. Yeah, because he just looks really old. And you know what's... Lucha Elite that's one of their ideas they want to bring in nostalgia mm-hmm. so Mel Mascarez those Cara Senior and um and Kanek yeah and I'm like eh I know well Kanek, Kanek, it, Kanek broke his leg or something a couple years ago oh he's did not he really? As, yeah he's not as good as he used to well, be well and, and here's the thing and he wasn't that good and here's the thing like 10 years ago it was nostalgia yeah remember when um, it was nostalgia yeah 10 years ago right yeah yeah, yeah. Fifteen years ago, Connect was nostalgia. Yes, yes. <laughs> Fifteen years ago, when Connect would show up in Triple uh, A, would be like, "Oh, here we go again." <laughs> you know, yeah, but, yeah, but but Moscowis, I mean, it's it's kind of sad because yeah, the guy with the big ego and stuff, but, but he did market himself well. I mean, Viano his big 3. ego is probably where it Viano Three and Triple Mania was better than Thunder. Was better than Thunder. You're right. At least he has an excuse. He's had a stroke. Yeah. And I mean, he holds Viano three's gotta be like in his late fifties, like Gosh. early sixties, probably late fifties, early sixties. Well, let's put it this way: they were weren't they? He's in rough shape, though. He's in rough shape. He's gotta be older. Than I, I and you know what? I, I feel I feel so bad. I I I don't laugh and say. I that think he was, was born in the fifties, so. Well, I remember. Yeah, somewhere in the I remember 60s. seeing one and two in the magazines when I was a kid, like in the early seventies. Yeah. Which is when I used to, when I first heard of Tony Salazar too. Someone's gonna tell me he's eighty five years old. <laughs> I, yeah, I never know. <laughs> well, you know what it is. It's so weird because I'm so used, like when Nero Casas in Atlantis. You see, look at Atlantis, and he looks he's looked great. The Amazing. I'm more I'm tired of him like because there's only so much you could watch of his matches. Mm-hmm. But it's and you know that's more CMLL, more of a product of CMLL right. than anything. But um, Casas. He's like a. I know you. You the have freak. these two guys who are the fountain of youth. Casas is fifty-six. 50. Yeah, but the Vianos, they love to gig themselves like crazy. Yeah. And I gotta be honest, I haven't really paid attention. Did Did they get injured a lot? Were they guys who were reckless? Well, one of them. Remember, he suffered that neck injury. Yes. With Raven and Canyon. Mm-hmm. That was like. Remember that Raven and Canyon got so scared they were holding his head that, the entire uh, time. I, they, Raven they, just held him the entire time. Both waiting for Raven him. and Canyon got high marks on me because a lot of wrestlers, I'm sure, hated them. Would have just kept kick, kicking him and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, they got points in my book for watching out for him. Yeah, I thought that was like just Raven, like looking worried yeah. for him, like yeah, like oh shit, if we broke his neck. Well, and that's one of the things I really dig about uh, Casas. One, I assume Atlantis, too, is you guys, they, they're quality wrestlers, but they weren't, like, bopping Oh, Atlantis. You know, this, the, 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 the Atlantis was talking about on, on one of the recent shows he was on? Mm-hmm. He has never suffered a major injury in his career. Really? I was just, and I was surprised. I was impressed. Well, and even though Costas he's, told he, us how injured At, he was. Atlantis was saying that he's had minor injury, you know, cuts, bruises, you know, you hurt your yeah, leg. Yeah, yeah. Like, but no, nothing that required surgery. He's never had That's surgery. Awesome. And I was like, wow, he's been in the business since the early 80s and never had a... <laughs> Remember Larry Zabisco saying, they're going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All that flying. Are I love it when you have a commentator who talks about something that they're not educated Yeah, on. yeah, it's like, Larry, they, you, you just did stalling the entire time. Come on. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and told people to shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, well, when you watch me like Casas, 
Thunder doesn't move and he's already hurt his leg. <laughs> I mean, come on. And that's probably before he was a wrestler. Either. Yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, Ultimo Guerrero. I get on my knees. I'm going to bow and kiss the mat he wrestles on. Yeah. Because he's doing what he can to make Thunder good. Yeah. And it fooled me. We might have that as the main event for Dia de los Muertos, although we don't even know. That, well, well, that, that, that makes sense because Thunder has that, passed away. <laughs> he wrestles like he passed away years ago. Um, La Momia looked, had more animation than Thunder does. So CML is running their Dia de los Muertos shows mm-hmm. on um, October 30th and November 1st. Next week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually going to run... An, the Friday show is going to be an IP review. Okay. That's why the Sunday show isn't... Um, I'll Lucha Elite that week. Okay. Because it's going to be their Dia de los Muertos mm. show. Um, the, the second show. Those shows are actually pretty um, entertaining because they usually have... Um, they get all dressed up. They set up the entire thing to look like a... You know, like Halloween type of... A festive type right. of thing. I'm kind of tired because they constantly bring up the, the two people who are handling the the whole presentation and all mm-hmm. that. Um, they were going to... They're going to do it. They're, it's going to be on iPay-Per-View. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell us the lineup, but you'll probably know by the time you listen to the show. They'll announce the line the lineup right. on after the Friday show. They'll usually tell you what the following week is. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's a good show. I'm hoping it's. It sounds fun. Yeah. Good or not, it sounds like a. Yeah, the last year's show was really fun. I think they might have. I think the Sunday show aired on um, Terra. I think that was still oh, going okay. on. Okay. On Terra.com. Now, and then the Friday show aired on Azteca. Now, you were talking about the geo-blocking on Claro Sports. Yeah. What's that about? Why Why would they block it from I don't know. our region? And, it's and, and, blocked and, for everyone, but that's not going to be um, on Claro Sports. It's going to be on iPay-Per-View. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I was just wondering. Just that was the yeah. kind It's going to be only six bucks, too. So like, oh, that's Yeah, so it's, it, it won't be bad. Like, if it's, like I was saying, if there's two matches I like, mm-hmm. I'll probably, I'm going to order it. Yeah, I'm not going to bitch and moan for yeah, six bucks. Yeah, I'm not going to bitch and moan. You know, I wish they had a a, a, a video on demand service because you know it's kind of it's a Friday night. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'm doing something else. Absolutely. Even I do other things. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I'm with the wife yeah, and kitty. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I'm I'm actually that might be Halloween, isn't it? Saturday, I think it was Halloween. Saturday's Halloween. Oh, great! Yeah. Turn off the lights and leave that day. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to do that. We we uh, had candy for trick-or-treaters, and not one came. Really? Wow. Yeah, and we're in a suburban neighborhood. It's Yeah, we get kids a lot in this area. But it's called Walnut Kills for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> we trick- we should, I should actually decorate this year. Now I probably won't. Um, yeah, so... Sounds good. So everybody thinks Ultimate Girl Thunder might be the main event, but I think it's too soon. I think it's going to be something else. Yeah. They, they've been doing Slumber and Bolador a lot lately, too, so there's mm-hmm. some some thinking that, that could that's be That's one that I haven't gotten tired of. Yeah, they could do, like, we've seen that live. Yeah, I, I, we've seen I that just on, love on video. Them. Like, I told, I told Volador I just enjoy their matches all yeah. the time. Although I didn't really bring up Slumber with Volador that much. I'm surprised, like, the one thing you should... I just should, the chemistry between The one them. match, the one thing you should be talking about... And that's the one thing you forget to tell to ask. Of course, uh, and remember later when yeah. it's too late when you're driving you're distra- away. You're distracted it. by the fact that you recognize his wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is that his wife, Bruni? Um, yeah, so that's going to be on. That's going to be an eye pay per view for next week. We also got the news that um, Cadena Tres, the channel that airs the Tuesday CML shows. Yes. Apparently, they might be um, going out of business. Oh. On Friday. 
so there may not be any more Tuesday Cadena Tres yeah. shows. Wow. So that's going to be... But, you know, if they go with the Lucha Elite shows for the Sunday show, those shows don't air on TV. Mm-hmm. Then I think the, 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 the Tuesday show would end up being switched over to the the other, like, LA TV gets right. the show they get, and then um, Claro Sports gets a, another show for their television sh- mm-hmm. channel. So that might end up happening. But that's going to be that's gonna be interesting what happens, because now um, in Mexico City, there's not going to be any, like, there's not going to be a major channel airing CMLL. Because that's actually a major, that was a major channel. Hmm. Everything else is on cable and stuff like that. It's kind of weird. It's a weird it, situation. It, I think it, that, I don't know if that's affecting. That might actually help attendance. You never know. I, that's what I was wondering because remember that was that was the, what they always. Is, is that, that I was, guess this gets to prove their their point about whether or not that affects attendance. Yeah, it will prove because because remember that was the uh, I remember Alfonso Morales saying this a lot that attendance is big because they don't give too much away on TV. Yeah, and lately they've been giving out everything. Everything, yeah. Maybe they don't view that with internet with the internet. Maybe it's different. No. It probably well. They don't get a lot of people ordering. Well, because so many jokes are made about how both WWE and TNA try to hype stuff through Twitter, when probably a fraction of their audience yeah finds out about Facebook is like I don't really, I don't really bother with Facebook. My first that's my first. I was having this this discussion with Superboy Mm -hmm. about we didn't record it, (laughs) which we should have, because he was talking about how he he wanted people to like. The stuff he was posting. Yes, yes. And I was telling him, I don't really care if people like it. I want them to click it and read what I'm writing or read what mm-hmm. I'm posting. Exactly. Because, I mean, what's the point of somebody liking it? I don't care. Like, that just... I forget half the things I like. Because, I mean, and, and, and what you know what's sad is Facebook started posting stuff. Like, they, they created this thing where website clicks. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, posts that don't even get visited through Facebook. Well, I have, I have what, 900 and something friends... And when I post something, uh, the most likes I've ever gotten off of one post, and this is just a photo, was maybe a hundred. Yeah, but a photo. And the typical one is five or six yeah, likes. Yeah, because it's, it's a photo. Like yeah. photos always get likes. Yeah. But like when you post like a link to a, a something like mm-hmm. a web page, a lot of people don't click on it to read it. Yeah, yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, the, I, I like it. I saw a picture. I like it, and that's it. That's the first thing I say to somebody who says they're going to do indies. Is I say. Don't rely on Facebook, but they always do. Yeah, they think that that's actual publicity and Twitter. Yeah, but you got to do like you do all of it. Yeah, you got to do all of it, all of it, and then you got to do everything. And you got to let the in people person. in the neighborhood know. There's yeah. a show in this neighborhood. Well, you know, there's shows that happen here in LA that we don't even know about. Exactly, and they still do pretty well. Like that show that Carrie ran, the UIPW show. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That the I think it was a benefit show. It still had people. Well, benefit shows can tend to have a lot of people. But I think it's probably because they have sponsors and stuff like that. Yeah, well, we're also with the Tree Tone show. So many of the people who pay to get in are people who knew Tree Tone, had a connection with yeah. the business. A benefit show, it's sad when a benefit show doesn't draw many people because That'd you're be doing funny. a benefit and it looks like nobody cares for this Imagine person. you did a benefit show and only like five people showed up. I've seen <laughs> something pretty close. Really? Oh, oh you, yeah. you don't want to reveal who it was? Well, no, because it's not his fault. Oh. Uh, uh, Gil, Gil, Gil's gym, uh, about in two, th- no, 1999, uh, uh, was rushed to the hospital. He had diabetes, didn't realize it. And, uh-huh. uh, he was in the hospital for a while, cost him a lot. 
So they did a benefit show in the L.A. area that I guess went okay. I wasn't on it, but they did one in Pomona at that Fox Theater. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. Before it was refurbished. Before it was, yeah. Which was actually a really fun place to have a show. Yeah. Uh, Fizzy and I would wander through the dressing back dressing rooms because it was built like in the 20s. And, yeah. Uh, you know, there's all this great... A lot of stuff was left behind that we just rummaged through. <laughs> but um, it was like announced there would be the show. Then they said it would be in Pomona. Then maybe a week before they said it would be at the Fox. Then a few days before they handed some flyers somewhere. Mm-hmm. And was this the one with the wrong date? No, no, no this that was funny. the pure oath one. Yeah, thank God that wasn't a benefit show. That was just plain funny. Yeah. Yeah, they had the wrong date, and yeah, uh, no, this this was a bummer because Gil did deserve a really good benefit show and I can't remember the name of the guy he was one of these fly-by-night promoters nice guy but didn't understand this from that and it was just a handful a couple of rows of people and most of them were friends and family and yeah. uh, he really deserved much better That thank, thank God he's okay and he's not destitute but you know it, it was hard going to benefit show, like because hmm. like remember Tree Tones, that place was packed. Yeah, that was packed. And uh, um, Reds, Reds was packed. Was that, like, yeah, a good crowd that too. was really good. And I remember Superboy's father. Two straight weeks they had a benefit show, and both times it was packed. And there are so many wrestlers on the show. Uh, the one I worked on. Every match except for the main event was an eight man tag. That's how many wrestlers were on the show. That would make a great like. Um like a great skit for a show like somebody like runs a benefit show a wrestling benefit show and nobody shows nobody up show, they hate the person so <laughs> yeah, they much they hate the person so much they didn't show up <laughs> it's just that one guy who always goes to the to every wrestling show they get fed, FedExed uh, poisons and such that the wrestler could take to expedite yeah. his yeah there's, there's only thing. one guy that shows up and he's like where do I get my ticket yeah yeah <laughs> um, we both watched um, some of Heroes Immortales this week yeah, yes. We'll talk about stardom in a bit, but there was other, some other news, but I figured we'd go with Heroes and Mortal. That's cool. Um, how much of it? You only saw two of the I matches. I just saw right? the women's match, and I saw uh, Brian Cage and Macias versus Phoenix, and I forget the partner. Alan. Who? <laughs> Drago. <laughs> <laughs> the Ever Ready Cat? Yeah. Yeah. I gave you his first I want gimmick. him to be... I gave you his first AAA gimmick, or probably the first one I heard of. Alan. Alan? Yeah, Alan, from the Barrio Boys. Okay. You don't even remember the Barrio Boys? I remember the Barrio Boys, but not like... You didn't know their names? No. Alan, Dennis, and Billy Boy? Okay, I remember the Dennis, because I remember... Yeah, the, the C. D-E-C-N-I-S. I remember we would constantly ask people, what's the deal with Deckness and this Deckness. <laughs> I want to I, I wanna interview him, like, because he comes here sometimes. Why I don't know it. I want to know why they named him De- Deckness. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to know the reason. The C is silent? Yeah, the know. C is silent. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was, remember, um, Peña was doing that with a lot of names. Remember, he, there were, like, a couple of names where they were all misspelled. Like, yes, yes. Some regular names. They were like, why is that name misspelled? So we would always, like, joke about it. <laughs> yeah, that was, I always liked that trio. It's so funny. Yeah, that, although, although, although uh, Drago, no matter how much he's, he's good on, I, I'll give every one of his matches a star rating, but he automatically loses a star because he's not Gato ever ready anymore. Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of people just 
there's so many people who are just getting into lucha because of lucha underground mm-hmm. yeah and outside of mexico they um the last two years they always are like man cml triple has all this young talent and i like drago i'm like drago's been around for like well over 15 years and they're like really <laughs> i go yeah he's been around since like probably like 20 years maybe and they're like they're like really how how, how do you know it's like it's like he was like Alan drago mm-hmm. um got to already and that's like you're talking about the alan character was like for like 10 years that care his character yeah then got to variety for like three years basically then he became drago like mm-hmm. wow really and they're just like surprised aerostar they're like oh aerostar so young like aerostar he's been around since like 2004 or 2005 mm-hmm. i think maybe even before that <laughs> like really he's been he's that old <laughs> it's like they but i mean there's some guy like phoenix is young pentagon Jr. yes yeah, but Drago is really good though. Yeah, I like I do like him a lot. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's a guy who's actually improved over the years. Like you see the progression. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's what wrestlers should be. They should improve. But like like I was telling you, some guys you just don't see you don't see them really like they're not going to grasp the improvement. And different reasons. Some it's motivation. Some just don't get it. You know, some just aren't that good. Yeah, you know? it's like exactly, to, exactly. Like, well, like even like I'll even use Marco Corleone as an example, mm-hmm. like. I'm, there were people like Jim Cornette talks about him being horrible mm-hmm. in, um, when he was in WWE, when he was in the developmental and all that, which I probably, I don't know. I saw I saw Marco Corleone before probably Jim Cornette saw him. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that bad. Right. When he was in WCW. Mm-hmm. He was already pretty good. He wasn't great. Right. But I mean, he wasn't like, I actually think he like green, but potential. He was green. Type. He was yeah. green. He was green. Yeah. And then I thought, the one thing I thought his biggest his biggest mis- like the biggest mistake for him mm-hmm. was that they put they brought him up so soon like because he was really good when he was working with the young the the undercard guys yeah but then they like they were losing so much talent and all the stuff they needed to bring in new people mm-hmm. they moved them up and he just wasn't you know, ready for he wasn't it. ready yeah and he looked really bad and then like in WWE he just never really like and it, I really enjoy watching him work and I I, I I mean just based on the matches I've seen he's not he's not great but he's not bad He's not bad, but... He's actually good. And also, I think there's a lot of people who would think he's limited as far as just... In Lucha, especially. His in-ring work, but but he's really playing into his personality and yeah. his character, and I... I That's think, where he's improved. He's developed the character. He's he's he, he's more... He shows more and personality I, I, in, in Lucha than he did in... I know his. some people disagree with him, but I think that's just as important as... Your technical work. Yeah. In fact, I think it might be more important than your. And you know, really, work. if you look at his wrestling, it's not like this complicated thing. I mean, the punch, uh, a dive, and that doesn't bother. Does me. poses? It's but he does it so well. Exactly. It, it just fits. If it, it gets over. It, yeah, it fits. It's he lets the other guys do what they're going to do. And he doesn't have to do reckless topes that most American up and comers want to do because they think it's going to get over. You need to get over with something that's not going to wreck your body. And he's actually forty now, which is. He's forty. Yeah, damn. He looks good for a forty-year-old. Yeah, oh, we should. Uh, I should mention uh, Marco and uh, his girlfriend. Miros- married, Miroslava right? Miroslava Luna are getting married. They're engaged. And they've been together a long time. I heard. I think a year, probably. Wow. A little more than a year, probably. Oh, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Good luck with that. <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> Wrestlers and marriage. Wrestlers and marriage. Um. So, anyways, we're. Uh, well, I saw the women's matches. Yeah, we should start with the women's match. Um, I actually saw four of the matches. I haven't watched. Um, I'll tell you ahead what I haven't watched. I haven't watched Copa Antonio Pena, mm-hmm. and I haven't watched the trios match with Mysticis and Ray. 
mm-hmm. you know, opposite sides, which had Garza Jr., um, Hijo de Ninja, mm-hmm. re- gimmicked as Garza Jr., okay. a tribute to Hector Garza. They're related. Right. Uh, but the women's match, uh, what did you think of the match? Especially you know, coming off of watching a bunch of women's wrestling this weekend. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm not watching more women's wrestling. Well, when I watched that match, uh, you know, since I... Because you weren't familiar with a lot of the, the three. You were familiar with Taya mm-hmm. and Goya Khan because they were familiar. Well, the here, other girls well, here's were, the thing, and I, and I, I couldn't hear honestly go over each woman. I was so unfamiliar with them. But, as you know, I have watched very little AAA. So the only thing I was really comparing it in my mind to was uh, the Triple Mania show. So this looked amazing to yeah, me. Yeah, This match alone was already better than Triple Mania. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this is already better than Triple Mania. Yeah, you know, I... I uh... um, Yedra is um, Sangre Chicana's daughter. Oh, really? One of the other. Oh. His other daughter is Yuvia from CMLA. Mm-hmm. And then you're probably thinking, how come the bad ones in CML? But they're actually both kind of the similar. Yeah. They're they're very, yeah, they're okay. They're not great. Yeah, well. But I this mean, one made it work in this match. I, I thought it was enjoyable. Maravilla is another one. I think she was she's a indie girl. Mm-hmm. She was an indie, and um, Lady Shani used to wrestle a sexy lady. Okay. I think you might have seen her before. Yeah, I have actually. Um, but you know what I noticed with her when she was sexy lady? Mm-hmm. She. Um, she rustled very upright. Like, she, like, was very straight when she would rustle. Right. Almost, almost, almost like, like... Almost like didn't know a wrestler's Yes, stance, like, kind of, kind of like, it didn't flow. Like, she didn't, she, she didn't seem, she seemed mechanical. Yeah. But now she looks, in this match, she looked great. She was the best one. I thought she was the best one in the match. Yeah, she was good. I thought she was really good in the match. I, I, didn't, I can't remember. Goya was a lot better in this match than the match. That, that match? That, the, mix, the mixed tag match. And um, I think that was before Triple Mania, right? Because there was one I where... I just saw the Triple Mania. Okay, one. so she had a mixed match where she looked... Well, her debut, her first match in... in, in um, Triple A. In Triple A. It was like this weird mixed match and she just didn't fit in. Well, what the Triple Mania match, I... You know, it was the Triple first... Triple Mania match, what was that? That was the one. It was the mixed tag. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, that was another one well, where I thought. Well, and, and yeah, that was the one that I think that I thought she didn't fit in the match. Yeah, and the thing I remember is I I enjoyed Goya Kong. I know she's you know not this great technical worker, but I think she works her gimmick well. Yeah. I like her. She's got a good. She works the gimmick. She's a pork. She's basically a female super pork. Yeah, she plays on it. Yeah, and it works. And uh, it's like we said. You know what it is? She's gonna work for the crowd. That's gonna be just casual fans exactly us hardcore fans who are going to critique stuff we're not going to really appreciate her as much exactly yeah and unless she unless she does like a and then and you know sometimes you can't because in this match she was really good i mean she she, was and and she was bad when i saw that triple mania match you see i had not seen her since cmll and the first thing i thought is oh my god what happened to her she's she just looked she looked out of she looked so out of place and i said said well and that was my first thought is this just is she just yeah? Is she just out of place, or has she really gone downhill? But it was nice seeing this match because she was Goya again. Yeah, you know? actually, I liked. Um, I said Lady Shani. Um, mm-hmm. Yedra was okay. Maravilla was actually pretty good too. They did this one spot. I think you saw it up uh, where I think it was. Um, I can't. Remember, I think it was either Lady. One of the one of those three was like on, standing on top of one of the girls, and the other girl was underneath, like with her head down yes and then the other girl did the german suplex i was so scared of I, seeing that move i freaked out one because okay if it's pentagon jr 
Jack Evans and Phoenix doing it, I'm not even worried about it. But these three girls, I mean, I don't even know what their experience level is. Well, see, that's my thought. Is I was not, I was not familiar with most of them. Lady Shani, I'm kind of familiar, with, but I mean, yeah, like I said, but I, I wasn't. And the first thing I thought is, oh, please be careful. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I was you like, know, holy shit. Uh, the, or if it was Marcella and um, Zuxi's doing the, it, I would believe. I would well, be that's like, different. Yeah. These yeah. are those are like Pro, pros. veteran women yeah. wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I was a little nervous. Taya, she was actually Taya was okay. That was the first time I saw her. I, I did her. I mean, I did. That was the first time you seen her wrestle. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't watch a lot of her yeah. play, and that's not because <laughs> I don't like it. It's just I'm I'm so into. I should make a joke about her being the worst one because she was trained by Lance Storm, <laughs> but I won't. She was at, she wasn't bad in this match. I'll, I'll I'll give her credit. She was really good in the match. Like the the match had a good flow to it. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a bad match. Um, the tag match that followed was a lot better though. Drago Phoenix I, versus I Brian Cage really and the Really enjoyed that match. I have to say, I really enjoyed uh, Cage and uh, Macias as a tag team. I, yeah. I thought their chemistry was their heel chemistry was great. Here's I, what I'm thinking: mm-hmm. they got to put them versus Jack Evans and um, Angelico. Oh, in a tag match that would be sweet. I think that's the tag team they should stick around with for a while with Cage and Macias. And Cage, it didn't seem like they're trying to do that killer menacing heel that does plies and yeah he's he's he, he seemed more grounded right. he ground he seemed more grounded in this match yeah yeah and just you know getting uh he and Macis getting heat with the referee and stuff i thought they played so well i i just really enjoyed that match yeah drago phoenix the chikara and two, it was one of those two-thirds of the chikara's king of trios <laughs> <laughs> They kept bringing it up, and and it it had me feeling a little bit like a kid because I was really wondering. I think toward the end I knew that they were going to go over, but at one point in the match, I kind of, I kind of, it kind of felt like Drago and Fee, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go over. I I thought, I thought it had a good, a lot of good elements of new and just old school psychology in it. And I know not everybody digs that, but child of the seventies, I do. Then I watched the AAA tag match. Mm-hmm. Tag title match, which was um, Angelico Jack Evans versus Joe Leader Pentagon Jr. and Steve Payne versus Daga. Steve Payne was great in this match. Mm. Jack Evans was really good in this match too. Pentagon Jr. was also great. Actually, everybody in this match. I Joe Leader this is does his own thing. He brought in thumbtacks, did all that stuff. I was kind of worried about guys right. just like Jack <laughs> Evans was doing. There was a few spots where Jack Evans was doing some where he was getting dropped on his head. Well, I thought, man, I hope he doesn't land on the jack on the thumbtacks. That's not good for him. Although he's married now, so he doesn't have to worry about that. <laughs> he's got a kid, so he doesn't have to worry about it. like he's got his woman, so That's he's already true. he's already he's got he, he he could be ugly. <laughs> he could be a scarred up freak. Uh, but Steve Payne was really good in this match. That's thought cool. he was great. Um, Pentagon Junior. Uh, Pentagon Junior. does a great job of being a bully mm-hmm. in a match. Just great. Jack Evans selling is great all the time in fact the only bad jack evans match i ever saw was triple mania i've never seen a bad jack yeah evans yeah and that wasn't his fault it was the way they, exactly. they made the, exactly. the they put it in the cage but that match was really good then um i watched alberto versus johnny mundo mm-hmm. i liked the match but i hated the finish and the finish was the finish was um i think alberto um had johnny mundo trapped in the move they mm-hmm. knocked out the he had him in his arm lock in his arm his um, Fujiwara armbar. Mm-hmm. Um, they knocked out um, Rafael Maya, the referee. Mm-hmm. So, um, Hijo de Tirantes comes out. Johnny Mundo um, grabs a guitar, mm-hmm. hits Alberto with it, and gets DQ'd. Which, I mean, 
that's fine. Yeah. But I just thought it was silly because they did so much other stuff where you should have been DQ'd. It was like one of those ECW matches where they use every weapon in the book and then... Uh... You get DQ'd at the end. Yeah, yeah. DQs just don't work for me. And then, like, the guitar... Why Why is Johnny Mundo got a guitar in, in the question. match? Good question. Maybe he's having an affair with Jeff Jarrett? Just maybe, yeah, maybe he's Jeff Jarrett. You know, you know <laughs> the Jeff Jarrett. I did like that um, they went into the crowd and Johnny Mundo grabbed um, some potato chips and threw them at, <laughs> <laughs> threw them at um, Alberto. That was one of those rare things. Uh, so then the match, the match, they attack. Um, they decide to attack. Um, the heels decide to attack. Um, who was it? Alberto and um, Psycho Clown. Rey Mysterio comes in to make the save. They attack Rey Mysterio. Um, Mysticis comes um, comes out and attacks mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio. Then La Sociedad comes out and attacks Mysticis. Because Mysticis, oh, actually, Mysticis and the tag match, I should mention, the tag match, Mysticis came out and cost the tag, um, the tag titles for Pentagon Jr. and um, and Joe Leader, mm-hmm. and they were already aligned with him. Right. But he ran in and say uh, and helped. He pulled. Um, I think at one point, one of the guys had. Um, I think it might have been Jack Evans who was getting pinned, and he pulled him out. Mm-hmm. He pulled out Pentagon Jr. and that caused them to lo- to get distracted and chase yeah. Mysticis. So then Steve Payne and, um, or I can't remember who else was the one that was wrestling Jack Evans, and that's how they won the match. Right. But um, yeah, Mysticis, I, I, the bad thing is I saw the Mystico, the Mysticis turn, or mm-hmm. the Mysticis attack the, the show on the show prior to that. Yeah. It wasn't in order. I probably should have watched the show in order to like kind of go uh, with that. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Because I was watching the well, TV well, version. So funny, the first thing that I'm thinking as you're telling me this is I think of the, of that, that. Maybe that's why he laughed. <laughs> so, so I don't get it. Why are they turning? Well, when I think when I think of uh, the Mysticis Rey Mysterio match in Triple Mania, that overthought finish where yeah. everybody's turning on one, and then you're telling me about this finish. That's like the type of finish you do to hype a pay per view rather than yeah, yeah, main so event it, a pay per view. It was just weird, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then it's it's made it worse because the guy laughed. Yeah, exactly. So then you're like, hey, man, you know, we didn't even talk about the Alberto uh, Mystic uh, Mystic 2.0. Um, if that had anything to do with him leaving CMA, I would be curious. Triple I'd be curious because I'm curious of that. I'm guessing that. I mean, come on, you can't have. They were in separate lockers. They they couldn't see each other or anything. I mean, there had to be something to it. Well, I, w- I was thinking, you know, and you know, with Alberto, the WWE rumors also going around. I, w- I w- yeah, well, you know, I was thinking maybe that would that's gonna suck for Triple that would really suck. Alberto leaves and then Mystic 2.0 gone. And it'd be, yeah, it'd Although, be bad for AAA. But short term, you know, the thing is, short term it would be bad. But if they still have Rey Mysterio, you're getting Rey Mysterio versus Pentagon Jr., mm-hmm. Tejano Jr. They still have really talented headliners. Yeah. So that's not going to be that all. Pentagon Jr., I think they should push to the stars personally. Yeah. I mean, I. I we said that when, well, before, like years ago. Yes, yes. Well, like you said, he's a great bully. He, he looks he looks generally sadistic in yeah. there. Like, I, like even a smart fan, I think, would get pissed off watching him. You know? Well, everybody likes him. That's the problem because he's so badass. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I bet if you put some. A little adjustment Cause on Because, like, you know, even if Alberto left, think about it. They still have Johnny Mundo, they have Rey Mysterio. To use whenever yeah. they want. They have other guys yeah. to bring well, in from well, it's funny the because But then they also have Pentagon, Junior, yeah. Phoenix. They have a good undercard, Phoenix, Psycho Clown. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, everybody even understands everything's totally worked. You can still get mad at a heel. It's like, uh, I, uh, a friend of mine at work, I turned him on to, like, the old Phil Hendry show, and 
For those of you who don't know who Phil Henry is, he's a radio show host, who had, show host who had these really controversial and wacky guests on his show. Um, and people would call him very angry and upset at what the guest was saying. But the guest was actually him, like, doing doing a voice. He's interviewing and being the guest at the same time. It's like that. Did you ever see Saturday Night Live when they had Jimmy Fallon with, um, I can't remember who, the, I think it was Ben Affleck. And they were doing the radio disc DJ um, character. And so both of them, both of them were radio DJs, but uh-huh. the other guy had just been fired and was there as a guest. Uh-huh. So then um, uh, when, when it was Jimmy Fallon's turn to do like a commercial break or news, he would go to his, um, the news person, uh-huh. which happened to be a character he created. Yes. So then Ben Affleck wanted to do his thing. So he had his characters come in. So they had this whole argument with their characters. Oh, that's great. Back. That's great. It's hilarious. It's a great, it's a great skit. It, well, and, and the funny thing is, I, is, is uh, when I turned my friend, I gave my friend some MP3s and he's listening to it and he's saying, saying, you know what, I was laughing at because I knew it was fake, but I was also getting really angry and wanted to kick the guest's ass. Yeah. And then I'm saying, wait a minute, this guy's fake. But but I still think a really good... Well, it's kind of like this podcast. We're not really two people on the show. That's right. It's just me doing the your voice. Exactly. <laughs> You're me. And I am you. Oh my God, do, wait. Do I exist or do you exist? Wait. It's like the whole... I'm going to pinch myself. We better, not even, Ow! we better not even joke about that because wrestling people are actually kind of... Yeah. Sensitive. No, they get weird about that. They get confused with all this. Remember Conan? Conan didn't know about um, Robbie Hari and the Cubs fan being two different people. He kept thinking they were the same person. (laughs) Well, you know what it is. Well, Well, you know what it is. It's because people look at like websites Mm -hmm. and they think it's a group of people that work on the websites. So, like, they'll go on my site. They think they think you, Chris, and my and myself, we all write on the website, but it's really just me, like, getting your stuff. Posting. Oh, hey, what? Well, one also, I was, I was, I was. Although you guys do more, I mean, it's, it's. This is different because Cubs fan is basically he. He does everything on his. Oh, website. exactly, exactly. You guys contribute to my site. Mm-hmm. That's different. Whereas he does it on his own. So then when he, he get, yeah, he gets stuff from other people. But it's yeah. like he's the one doing the. He's not getting people writing stories for him and doing that. Exactly. Whereas yes, I do yes. that. So he like people would complain like be like, like oh Rob's doing that. I was like no it's. They're two different people. Exactly. Rob doesn't like to write as much as Cubs. And I bet, I bet even when somebody, when people do know that they're two different yeah. people, they get them confused. So, well, I was surprised there was actually a few people. One, I didn't even know anything. And they're not the only ones. There's other people that would, like Conan was the most obvious one, but there are other people who actually thought they were like. Oh, I believe it. I yeah. believe it. I, w- I was surprised. I thought nobody knew who I was either. I didn't. There's a couple of people who actually said, "Oh, Vandal Drummond and Kurt Brown are the same person." Yeah, no, I told you about that. Somebody you told me, on, yeah, you're, that's the first time I ever heard about it. Yeah, I was like, and wow. I came across one or, one other example where somebody actually wrote me says says uh, they're they're writing me as Kurt Brown saying, "Are you the wrestler Vandal Drummond?" As, and they thought it was two separate entities. Yeah, because I mean, they they know you as Kurt Brown, the wrestling historian. Yeah, yeah. And then they forget that oh, he wrestles because I guess they think. Oh, I, I'm guessing Matt Farmer and other guys who have Brian Alvarez, guys who have wrestled, who are now like considered historians or wrestling, mm-hmm. wrestling journalists. I air uh, quotes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they must think that um, you guys didn't wrestle or something like that, or you know, it's like well, they, probably yeah. they just think it's. Well, I remember Brian Alvarez when I was a guest on one of those podcasts. He says. For some reason, I don't remember the name Kurt Brown, and well, that's kind of why I use Vandal Drummond. Uh, Kurt Brown is the most just dull name. Did he know you as Kurt? Did when he yeah, he first Kurt met me Brown. as Kurt Brown. Yeah, 
He, and, he, and he says, when somebody says Van Drummond, I think of it right away, but he, sa- he says it took a long for, time for, me, for Kurt Brand to k- kick in. Yeah. I, and he's trying to be polite, but I said, it's the most uh, homogenized name you've ever heard, you know. <laughs> it's a blockhead name. Like, it, it's, it's the next worst thing than calling me Charlie Brown. Yeah. Like that blockhead shirt, Kurt yeah, so, Brown, Kurt Brown. So I actually liked, the, like, a, from what I've seen from Heroes and Mortales, I thought the show was good. Mm-hmm. It was worth the paper, the whatever people pay to watch it. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. Cool, cool. Although, I mean, they show it for to you for free later on. So it's like, <laughs> maybe not as worth it as I think. <laughs> as many things. Uh, AAA is going to start running shows, weekly shows in Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a project that they're calling Mexican Madness Lucha Libre Nights, which sounds interesting. You know, it's like, I, I'm guessing it's going to be like that old show that they used to do, like with. I don't know. It's probably just... Is it like Havana Nights? I'm guessing it's just going to be a weekly show. You know, who knows? I saw the video that they created for it, so mm-hmm. it's like, I have no idea. That's cool. It's probably just another... Like most wrestling, wait and see. Yeah. just um, This is actually news that probably a lot of people aren't... Um, Dan- Daniel Ledesma, known to us as Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy who used to promote um, and book Chilanga Mask. Okay. He's now left... They, he's parted mm-hmm. ways with Chilanga Mask, and he's going to continue running um, his um, own group called um, Lucha Memes. Mm-hmm. Lucha Memes, I Lucha love that memes. name. That's a that's a you know because he was doing all the memes yeah, and everything. Yeah, So he started running shows as that. That's so a it's great name. That. And Chilanga Mask is going to do their own thing. I have no idea how, what they're going to do. <laughs> well, I guess it's going to show how how much Chilanga Mask was his baby. In yeah, because I mean, I thought I always thought he was like the main guy because mm-hmm. a lot of the very creative guy I mean that's cool for wrestling so I always wanted him to just like be part like CML like if they're gonna give somebody a, a, a date mm-hmm. to run a show let him handle like and run one of the shows see what if he got somebody knows where they're doing let yeah. him have it um, so and Electroshock is staying in, C- in AAA that's oh. um, there was a brief period and in, in, um, this is another social media we we're talking about the social media uh-huh. thing um, he wrote on his social media that um he was looking for um, bookings, indie bookings. Mm-hmm. Any promoters interested, they could contact him on his Facebook page. And the next day, that that post was removed. Uh-huh. And what we saw was him standing at the altar at the Antonio Peña Memorial. No way. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So what happens next? He gets to work the main event oh, that's of, the, of the AAA great. show. Why? Because Mysticis wasn't there. <laughs> What a so one up. man, one boy, man. timing was yes, everything. Yes, so timing was everything. So you figure he kind of lucked out in that. He would have been screwed. He would have been a. Although you know, right? Totally. Although right now, I think isn't it that bad of a time to be an independent because you're getting books bookings in the U.S. a lot now. Well, also, also, because we've seen am, like, am I remember- we've seen some really questionable guys being booked in the U.S. Yeah, LA, well, so. I, I was going to say, am I remembering correctly, there was a while where it was t- a terrible time, not too long ago, it was a terrible time to be an indie wrestler yeah, in Yeah, like Mexico. when Cibernetico was. But now you could actually make an okay living doing that, can you? Huh. I mean, not a big, not a great living. <laughs> Depends but, on what you mean by living. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You get, well, in wrestling, that means you get, yeah, you get paid, paid a little yeah, bit of money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Well, you know, the other thing is they're getting booked in the U.S. and outside yeah. of... Europe and stuff like that. You get guys going to, uh, South America also. Mm-hmm. Different places. They're going all over the place now. So Canada. Yeah. Pentagon Jr. is going to work in Canada. Very cool. Um, I guess we should talk about the stardom show we yes, went to. Yes, definitely. 
It was you, me, Physico Nuclear, and Dan Farron yeah. went to hang out. and They had two shows this past, this past weekend. The Friday show in um, West Covina, and then the, the one we went to in Baldwin Park. Baldwin Park? Yeah. At the Esther Snyder Community Center. Yeah, which was like this weird-looking church-looking place. Yeah, it was a nice place. Nice place. I, I really... I kept joking. It. I kept joking. I, people are probably wondering, why are all those guys in black shirts standing outside yes i was the only person not wearing a black shirt at that at that thing everybody was, what wearing, was I wearing you were wearing a black shirt oh my mc5 shirt yeah yes black shirt yes i was wearing my star wars red shirt absolutely yeah that oh and i try not to wear black i try to go gray and red blue <laughs> i still wear black but it's not it was hot too so it wasn't something i was yeah 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 uh i won I forgot how well organized Japanese shows Very organized are. this show. I loved it. It reminded me of the time I went to Japan, and first thing when you walk into it, even the small arenas, there's these gimmick tables. Yeah, uh, well, as soon as you entered. Yeah. Gimmick table entrance. Um, one of the girls, um, Stardom Chelsea, mm-hmm. was there at the table. I was the only one who yes. knew her. I think you guys were like, who is that? <laughs> and, you know, I'd never been yeah. to this place. I thought... I, thought, I she didn't wrestle. She was scheduled to wrestle, but I guess she must have got hurt in the last show. Or, yeah. Or they probably had too many. They kind of didn't want to have too many people working. Because she was doing a lot of the ring girl type of... The ring boy type of things. Where yes. They grabbed the streamers and stuff like that. Um, and they had like a bunch of Japanese dudes handling the merchandise also. Yeah, it was but every girl, really every girl had her own like gimmick spot. Yes, too, like. yes, and the g- girls were there individually yeah. to sell them. Early on, they weren't, but I think they they brought in a couple of them mm-hmm. early on. Then during the show, that some of them would come out, and then at the end, that's when they were all there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I had a really good time. I I enjoyed it a lot. That was and fun. That's a nice building to run it too. I was really picturing a smaller place, like a little. Yeah, we saw some people. Um, I saw the guy who promotes the WWS. In Mexico, oh, at yes. the show. You're telling me. Um, Eric Van Wagenen mm-hmm. and uh, Marty Elias, the referee. Yes. Were at the show. Um, who else was at the show? Any other? Well, I saw some of uh, my old buddies. A lot of local guys. A lot of local guys. El Maestro, Sergio Baez, yeah. and Kevin Lyon. Uh, Kevin Lyon, I keep forgetting. Like, he was Ultra Taro, yeah. Yeah, no, and I always forget that, that he, he actually... I know he's met me and we've talked all the time. Yes, but it's like I always think, oh, I haven't seen him in a while. He probably forgot who I am. And he's one of those. He's <laughs> he, one but of those he's kind of like Conan, like always remembers people. Yeah. Yes, and it, he's one of those guys where uh, uh, I won't hear, "Oh, I'm coming to the show" or anything. I'll just be at a show. Yeah, you're, you said it was like, hey, and there yeah, he is. Yes, like, wonderful guy. It was yeah. really great seeing him. It must be the Kevin name where they're all like really easygoing guys, like that's true. Good natured. So, if you're thinking of a baby name, whether it's a Go guy... Go Kevin. Yeah, even <laughs> if it's a girl. girl. It got, name her Kevin. Yeah. Um, Good to see him, too. Like, it was. He's wearing a cool shirt. I noticed his Cadet del Espacio shirt. Yes. Oh, he, he has some of the most eclectic tastes. Yeah. Uh, uh, my friend Hansu in Georgia turned me on to this uh, just very trippy, surreal uh, band called The Pugs, who, I mean cult following type of stuff yeah uh he described them as surf music on lsd and that's a great way to describe it and i he turned me on to them in the late 90s and uh i posted something on facebook about them about six months ago and kevin Lyon does a comment like i actually saw them in concert here in la i went what Wow. He, he, uh, uh, I remember there, there was an incredibly strange show where he came not to see the, uh, uh, the wrestling, but to see uh, the musician, Aunt Andre Williams, who, uh, he, he, had, he knows all these very 
Um, yeah, and he was Taro too. He was Taro too. But yeah, he. He's <laughs> like, from, you know, people are listening to the show. They're probably thinking, why don't you guys ask him to do the show or something like? He probably yeah, would. He yeah. probably would. And uh, yeah, he has yeah. he has this, this very very eclectic musical taste. A lot of uh, cutting edge stuff. A lot of esoteric stuff. Because uh, people always really ask, fun guy. Because I think a lot of people want us to like like because there's PWG so popular mm-hmm. and. There's a lot of guys here who like kind of were the early start for PWG, like Superboy, yes. Kevin. There's yes. a lot of guys that are that are. You know, we should think about that. He'd be a yeah, fun yeah. interview. He's a, he's a fun guy. Somebody. He'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to the do the bitter side of yes. Kevin Lyle. Yeah, that's how I've not seen before. I moved on from the business. <laughs> yeah, like all of, like a lot of those guys. Disco Machine was really cool. Also. Yes, a lot yes. of those early guys. Um, yeah, so we saw the Butcher. Not to be confused with Abdullah. The Abdullah. Butcher. Oh, and I had not seen him since yeah, uh, those MPW. fit his shows yeah. years ago. He's the one where uh, I did the interference as Lucky Pierre, and I did it by biting him, grabbing him from behind. I, no, I stuck my face up his ass. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and he uh, he remembered that. He says, "I got to get you back for that." You know. I go, "Well, yeah, it's so cool. It's so weird. Like you have some wrestlers who are very like jaded." And then you, it's always fun to talk to the guys who are kind of like, eh, you know. Exactly, exactly. You know, they had a good time and stuff like and that. And they went in there without these huge expectations. Yeah, yeah. And... They have a good time. They still go to shows. They have fun at the shows. Yeah, yeah. They're not nitpicking everything. Exactly. I didn't even see where Kevin went and sat when we went back Neither in. Neither did I. <laughs> I was like, it was it's, just, like, it's it like he shows up. It was an admission. He popped out of nowhere. Yeah, then he just it's disappeared. Like... <laughs> but you know what it is? Because he's probably more known than we are in this area so probably yes well definitely yes. more known than i am i try to stay incognito in all these you're shows. very good at it. <laughs> we like to expose you yeah right yeah now. um jake was there black metal yes that's right uh, joy um, ryan joy ryan yes. was there we should just go through everybody that was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know it was almost a who's who of uh local fanda lucha was there who's that fanda lucha oh yes yes roger was there. yes roger was there Another really nice yeah, guy. Yeah, another another guy. I saw him and say, like, "Hey, where's uh, where's the Wero?" <laughs> like, oh, he's over there. <laughs> and every time I see him, I say, "Where's the Wildcat?" We haven't seen George Wildcat. Yeah, I know. It's weird because like, like I don't know, like the Lucha people. Mm-hmm. I know them exactly. But like the people who are like going to indie shows, like, yeah, I've seen that person in indie shows, but I don't really. They're familiar faces. But I don't talk to but, them. Yeah. But like at Lucha shows, we end up always end up talking to these guys, or like we're around them so often they feel more comfortable talking to us. And that's what's fun. At least, just in my experience, Lucha shows it, it seems like a familiar atmosphere. Even if you only attend two shows a month, you know. Yeah. You remember people; they remember you. It's just I don't know it's a party. That that Chris Wolf was very outgoing on it, like nonstop. Oh yeah. The girl, the yes. Stardom wrestler. I thought she was Japanese. Then she's like, I hey, thought she was too. She's from Chicago or something. Yeah. Like I know we were looking through Dan's uh, booklet. Oh, Dan Farron bought a, uh, a Stardom booklet. Yeah, no, I thought I wish I and did. And we ended up making fun of him. <laughs> of course, kidding. of course. And I wish I bought one now. Actually, I did. And he got, a, he got an autograph from Chris Wolf, I think. That's cool. Which he was, he was happy about. Now, uh, the matches. The matches. I They're loved. all good. They're they were all good. good. There was nothing bad. Even even the the most, uh, you couldn't even call a match mediocre. Even, even the greener girls looked good. Yeah, because even, even the, the, the Chris Wolf versus Santana Garrett match. Mm-hmm. Santana Garrett, I mean, I've only seen her from that time we went to Kalia Flower. Kalia. 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 The The Broccoli Convention. Kalia Flower Alley <laughs> uh, Club Convention. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I saw her wrestle that day. I, no, actually, I think I might have. I think she wrestled a three a three way match. Oh, okay. I don't even remember. Yeah, I, I can't wrestling. remember. I remember, remember seeing her there, but I we don't saw. Yeah, match. and I think, but she was apparently she was in TNA. I never 
obviously never saw her in that. Yes, neither is anybody else. Yeah, and so... Nobody watches TV. But you see this pretty white girl, Mm -hmm. and you're thinking, man, she can't be that... She can't be that good. And she was actually pretty good. I mean, she's gonna yes. start. She's gonna start working uh, wrestling in in Japan for stardom. That's cool. Which is cool. Um, they're taking Datura also. Mm-hmm. Datura. Datura. Oh, they are Datura. Yeah, Datura. Cool. Datura was on the show. Um, Thunder Rosa was on. Datura is mm-hmm. a local luchadora. Yes. It's. I kind of feel bad for her because uh, for so many years, for at least a year, we would see her at shows, but she never got booked. Like because there was no other women on the shows. There wasn't, and it almost kind of seemed. Because um... I kept wondering, who is this? Like Matt. I thought, man, she's a super fan. It was very limited her bookings, and it almost. I mean, I get the because I know, like she would, like she would go, she'd be backstage shaking hands. Yes. And you know, wrestlers shake hands like mm-hmm. with everybody. Whereas me, I'm like, if I don't know you, I don't really feel compelled to really right. like go out of my way. And like she extends her hands to shake my hand, man. I'm like, I shook her hand. I'm like, who the hell is that? Well, and then I found out, oh, it's the tour. Okay, she wrestles. Well, and it's kind of refreshing because we see her on a lot of these shows, and she's usually very friendly too. Very friendly. Well, and that's the thing is, is sometimes when there's one woman uh, who's a regular at the shows, and she has like an, a different opponent each month, they kind of get a big head, think they're, you know, she doesn't seem to have that. No, problem. she seems fine. I well, there's not a lot of women for her to wrestle here, anyways. Well, but that but that's what I mean. Although lately there's been, I mean, at this show, there's I guess, more. There's I guess more. there must be more. But that's what I mean. When you're the only woman and you get a different opponent each month, you kind of think you're special. You're, I mean, that's my experience with some with women. women. <laughs> <laughs> with female wrestlers. <laughs> on an indie level. Yes, on an, an indie, indie not, level. Not, 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 in, not in real life. No, but this is cool because she'll get, I think this will be her first real, real experience. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, because I mean, you know. here, I mean, how often was she, like we said, how often is she getting booked and then you had to get you that one person. You so much. Yeah, and, and from, from what Eric Van Wagenen was telling me, he was very impressed with a lot of the women on the show. And That's they've been right. talking about like getting more women. I did see him talk to Thunder Rosa, mm-hmm. who I actually thought had a really cool look. She, mm-hmm. Looked a little green in the ring, mm-hmm. but she's only been in the I business. Agree. Yeah, um, Shayna Baszler versus Melissa Mo- was, was great. Uh, I think Dan Farron was the one that was mentioning um, he's heard WWE's interested in Shayna Baszler. That's great. I, I'm surprised. They I are, think but... she's. I think she's had three matches. If she's as good, if she was as good as she was in this match, she's my, got my God, star if this, potential. If this was her third match. She's That's a natural. She's not like she's not doing any high flying. She's not doing any like it's Matt wrestling. It's, it's what she does. Probably what she does in MMA. Mixed martial arts. It sounds like I'm saying MMA. In mixed martial arts, but she actually looked. She looks the part in wrestling. It well, and she was, and she's and able to make she, it look interesting in a pro wrestling setting. Plus, she has a good character. Like she's she a badass. Does. She's an asshole. She did a yeah. great job being an asshole. And like, she looks so comfortable in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't. It helped that she was in there with Melissa too, which was probably one of the. Well, Melissa, that's one. Yeah, that's two. You know what? This match reminded me of Negro Navarro. I even told yes. you it reminds me of Negro yes. Navarro match. You could take Negro, Negro Navarro to watch this match, and he would tell you he liked this match. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but you know, it's like. Where a lot of amateur wrestlers and mixed martial arts, when they go into a pro wrestling thing, you've seen it where they don't exactly know how to translate. Or it. they do something that's mixed martial arts related, but they don't do any like the character doesn't. Yeah, and she she just wow. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I gotta yeah. say, she's I mean, really for, good. First time I saw her was at that um, the the tri- the benefit show for Red, mm-hmm. and she was just sitting back behind me, and I, I was like, I was like, 
she looked cool. Like I thought, man, she looked cool. She's, I remember because I remember was, you talking about. I remember her telling you, I go, I go. She had a she had a Guns N' Roses shirt that yes. I, I was jealous of that because I I wanted to get that shirt, but I was like, man, she's got she's got the muscles to wear that to make she that just, shirt look and, cool. And and uh, I, on Facebook in that following week, I saw more guys posting photos of them with her. Yeah, yeah. And almost any other woman yeah, on the show, I she, gotta say, she's so cool. I mean, yeah. And she's very she's very down to earth too. Like from from what I mean, the way she responded to Dan. For the picture, that's cool. Because that was the thing; like, they you had to pay ten bucks to take a picture with a, the the. Oh, that's you know, right. She went ahead and she told him she wasn't famous enough. <laughs> that's she really she she take that's a picture. That's very nice. Of yeah, her. that's that's really cool. Yeah. Um, the main event was good too. The main that was definitely the best. Of well, the night. I thought everybody else said it was the. I thought the Basler Melissa match was the best match of the night. But I'm a Mark, yeah, I'm that. a bigger fan of Matt wrestling, and you know I. Well, but, but also I. Th- although I gotta admit, I, I really liked uh, Mayu Mayu Iwatani. Which one was <laughs> she? I, I have to plead interference here. I'm, I'm not familiar the, with the her. The one t- Kurt's not gonna know this. The one tagging with Io Shirai. <laughs> Who's she? <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> the girls t- that were going against the Australian girl. Okay. Yes. And the uh, and my that was uh, Matsumoto. Mm-hmm. And Kelly Skater. Yes. The that was the main side. event, right? Yeah, the yes. other side. <laughs> and you know, you, you, like you, you, you want to hear the funniest going, part? Going, is, I bet you people are listening to this and, and people are like just laughing at the fact that... I used to make fun of people yes, for doing this. Yes. I used to make fun of people... Me explaining Japanese women's wrestling. To somebody who used to watch Japanese wrestling yes. in the 90s. No, no, no. This event, after the, after Mayu Watani was a skinny one. Yeah. In the, after in that, that match, face tag team. After that match, I knew I was going to have to ask you later in the week what were the names of the girls in the main events because yeah. they were awesome. Io Shirai is the famous one, basically. Yeah. She well, was the, well, here's here's where I, I think what you say about... And uh, I was expecting... I was thinking she was going to be the one I was going to be most impressed. Although I did get to see her moonsault. So that's now removed from my bucket list. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Mm. But what you're saying about uh, Shane and Melissa's match, I think a lot of people wouldn't understand, but it makes perfect sense because you're like, were they like the third match? Yeah, third match. There uh, was only five matches, which yeah, is exactly. a great thing. But when you're the third match, your job, a lot of even a lot of people in the business, in the indie business, I should say, don't understand this. You're in the third match. Your job is not to upstage the main event. Well, see, they weren't going to do the same stuff either. Exactly. It's so a, that's that's what worked. But what she did worked so beautifully. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my favorite match was the main event, but I totally get what you say about that one being the best well, match. Well, you know, too. the other match, Mia... They, what they did worked. Mia, so Yim, Mia Yim teaming up with um, Hudson Envy mm-hmm. versus um, Melina, and I can't remember who she was teaming. Oh, the one I was raving about with... Um, with um, Eric um, Van Wagenen. Can't pronounce her name. <laughs> I'm looking at the paper. <laughs> uh, what was her name again? Oh, Kari Hojo. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good match, that too. That was very good, yeah. It wasn't as great as a... It's, yeah, at, at times it seemed like nobody is really leading the match. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't even... The opener, know. I thought... The opener, the opener was a trios match. I thought that match had a, a few more flaws. Yeah. But I thought Kyoko Kimura was great. Exactly, she carried the whole thing. She thread. carried I the mean, match. She when she got player. in, you could tell she was kind of telling everybody, "Don't do this." Point, telling them not to do because there were some points where they were just doing some. They were they looked a little disorganized. And even when you have a good, especially like in a six-person tag, and you only have one person leading, I, I could I could picture it falling apart. I mean, I've never been in that situation, but I could picture it falling apart really yeah. easily. But she kind of kept that together. Yeah, and she, I, I mean. 
I wouldn't say she was the best wrestler, but she is my favorite wrestler on the show. On the show, I yeah. I love... She had a lot of personality. Yeah. yeah. I knew you were going to like her because I had seen her in, I, in the past. And, from, and you saw that the, that's a KB wrestler. Yeah, and that's, then she had the the pot, the marijuana. The pot yeah, Kyoko Kimura, leaves. she had a roster shirt that had marijuana leaves on it, and her partner was the drunken samurai, yeah, who was I, actually drinking a beer in the corner. I thought the one thing I will say about Act Yasukawa... Mm-hmm. Her one fly thinks she wasn't drunk enough in the show, and she wasn't playing drunk enough. Yeah, she should have come out sober and gradually as the match went on, like done some spot where it looks like that would have been great. Because with uh, I, we, I made I made the, I made a reference. Well, there's drunk like Mr. Niebla. I mean, that's horrible. That's sad. Drunk. That's sad drunk. But like Whiskey Fist Macintosh, when he would do the drunk spot, he would actually look like he was like drunk. Then he would yes. like actually attack, and it was all a joke because he wasn't really drunk. Yes. And that's and I thought she should have done that a little more. Yeah. By the way, I can't remember if I ever said this, but uh, the one year where Whiskey Fist wrestled in the Battle Royal uh-huh. at Cauliflower Alley. Um, oh, I don't remember that. It was, yeah, it was the year before you went, but um, I didn't see it. But but uh, several people said when Whiskey went out, even before he got to the before he got to the ring working his gimmick, they said Jake Roberts just started laughing uncontrollably <laughs> and flapping his hands like this is awesome yeah yeah because that's the stuff you dig like if yeah, you're not yeah. a great wrestler you have to have like a great gimmick exactly he does and you have to be and like that's what Nero Casa said yes the biggest the most important thing that a wrestler has to be to, so the fans can can believe in you you have to believe in yourself and your character Absolutely. yes yes and that match I had with uh, the tag match with Whiskey that was one of the most fun yeah. matches I've ever had ever yeah <laughs> you know so. it was like yes. I said, well, it wasn't a great match, but it was the most I, enjoyable match. And that's why I said, like, I thought she wasn't, she didn't play the drunk enough. Like, she wasn't. That would be enough. good, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the the tag main of it was great. Overall, I really dug the show. I hope they, like, they were, they were, they, after the show, everybody wanted them to um, come back next year. That was very and cool. And they're, they're thinking they might. It was a hot audience. I yeah. loved the audience, The audience too. was great. The only, my only critique of the audience, like, this is like the... They started doing yeah. a, a we are we this is uh, women's wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Women's wrestling. I'm like, dude, it's just wrestling. Come on. Yes, yes. You don't go to. A, well, actually, they do now. It's LA. Basically, like I know, like a lot of people. Maybe some of you watch Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. and you're like, some of you guys who watch Lucha Underground, and you're thinking, man, some of these chants that the LA that they do there are kind of silly. Mm-hmm. It's LA, guys. This is what happens. True. LA fans kind of get. Oh, like, oh, the, uh, uh, the what what. Where I would support your claim is the women's wrestling chant. It was there, but it was nothing like when they start chanting "This is awesome." They sounded passionate. Yeah, yeah. The women's wrestling—it looked like they were just trying to figure something yeah. to scream. Women's wrestling. wrestling, and but when they said "This is awesome," they felt yeah. you could tell they felt it, so and it was awesome too. I, 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 I covered my. I was glad nobody knew I was. <laughs> I was covering this for Lucha World. <laughs> we, we should have you come in a different disguise. I don't have to time. go in disguise. People, I don't. Really, but that would make it fun. I don't really do. And anything if you come though. in a disguise, people will recognize you because it would be so all these Lucha shows. Disguise nobody, yourself. Nobody even knows about Lucha World, so I don't really worry about it. No. Actually, only Superboy knows about it. <laughs> That's I think true. he's the only one that really. But Acero Dorado rec- recognizes you every time. Yeah, as Physico. That's right, Physico Segundo. We need a and, third. And number. if there's ever those rare occasions where. I'm there without you, uh, uh, Superboy Junior and Indu Junior. Where's Fredo? <laughs> and they actually chide me for not bringing you along, yeah. as if it's my responsibility. 
Because I'm the one that asked, like, what you think of the match. <laughs> yes, exactly. Although, although Superboy learned his lesson that one time where I said, oh, that wasn't that good of a match. It's like, well, take it easy on this guy. He's young. Remember what he told us? Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's soft. Like, yeah, no problem. He's, he's mellowing in his old age because 20 years ago he would have chewed them a new one. <laughs> well, you know, it's not like I'm going to... Like, it's indie wrestling. It's yeah. not like I'm going to... Indie wrestling, you know, there's different levels. Oh, of, actually, absolutely. There's different r- levels of wrestlers on, in, in, yeah. on indie shows. Not everybody's going to be in yeah. WWE. Not everybody's going to be... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guys are just going to be here local. Oh, absolutely. Do their thing. So it's like. Well, yeah, and you, and you know what? Even though even though I'll roll my eyes at, at you know when some of the rookies try to do way too much in the opening match, you know it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you know fun. it's it's funny because we talk about Thunder. We just did like a lot, and it's mm-hmm. like and I talk about how bad he is in the ring, and I keep thinking, man, I I've seen worse. Ru- oh, we have seen worse wrestlers than Thunder, and it's like, yeah, we have, but. <laughs> I think I think the problem with Thunder is that he's still around, well, and he's plus, on television. And he's, and he's surrounded by Ta- like, talent, talent, elite yeah. talent. Yeah, you know. Uh, I'm not expecting like a a, a local crappy wrestler yeah. to be able to like like spend a year main eventing versus Ultimo Guerrero mm-hmm. and Atlantis, Ex- yes, Los Ingobernables, and still look bad. You know. Well, well, I I think or the, the promoter is going to keep booking him. To look bad. Yeah. Well, you know, to be honest, if I was booking a show, I would be telling these opening guys, I would tell them what to do and what not to do, only because it would be my show. Because what's frustrating is some of the guys actually do some good mat stuff, mm-hmm. and they might do a few good high spots, but they try to do everything they've ever practiced, and they they don't count for the fact they're going to get tired and blow up, and you yeah. start missing high spots that way. And, and a lot of them are ones they've maybe done once or twice... Where they should just be doing the high spots they know in their sleep. You know, yeah. you don't have to. You don't have to blow the socks off the crowd in the open. Especially, opener. yeah, on an indie show that only like ten people are gonna see. You know, exactly. Just or just see it up. or see it right there. You know, and you know, a lot of people who attend indie shows, they're not really gonna remember. They're not gonna go, exactly. Nobody's not, gonna remember yeah, this in not, ten years. Like, like they're not gonna remember every single match. I mean, there's some matches they'll remember. Well, I remember when I had those matches in La Fagada. I, I wasn't gonna. I, I wasn't going to be around for the next month. Yeah. The opening match, the guy and I weren't that familiar, so we just did two or three high spots, and the rest of the match I said, just start trashing my arm. You know, just, just if I had him, like, I just said, just just kick it really good, smack it, make sure it's all bruised up. And uh, in the third fall, the rest, Reed just jumps in and waves him, like in a mixed martial arts Yeah, match. yeah, yeah. And uh, it was great because it was nice and bruised up, but it wasn't hurt. Like, he, he didn't kick the elbow or the shoulder. Yeah, but, yeah. So it looked really brutal, but you know, we were the opener. We weren't supposed to upstage anybody. Plus, we couldn't have. I yeah. mean, we didn't know each other that well. I was super green with the lucha, but you know what? It really got over, and we were really happy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you just have to find the right thing to do. What at. works? Yeah. Yeah. So overall, I thought the show was good. Um, it was really fun. I don't know. like. I'm trying to think. And I always, I it's always weird because women's wrestling. I'm not really that into well, it. Well, that's the thing is, is this makes me want to get a little more familiar with it again. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like the '90s with. Yeah, know, it's not at that level. But they're still good, and it's still fun to see. I thought Stardom did a great job, and you know, from yes. from the indie, from the women's wrestling I've watched, and I skimmed through a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I think Stardom's kind of like the one I actually enjoy. I, I, although I do enjoy watching Oz Academy sometimes. I've but, watched Oz Oz a little bit. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah. But yeah. The, the other stuff, it's like, yeah, like Reina. Reina was really kind of bad because just, but I don't think it was the actual matches. Mm-hmm. Actually, some of the matches were really bad because they had, like, some of, they would bring in some of the CMLL women. Mm-hmm. 
but like and some of the matches you know because you're bringing in greener yeah. women women just starting out but it's like I think the atmosphere of the show just didn't really present itself well right because it just looked you know here's the build, here's the ring it's an empty building you know maybe like a couple of ja- and Japanese people are so quiet yes it just didn't it just didn't it didn't have a vibe to it whereas stardom is kind of more something I could I could sit through and watch I've seen some bad wrestling on Stardom. I've seen some good wrestling yeah. on Stardom. So. Well, it's funny. What little I've watched of Star- Stardom before this is because, um, you know, I'm a Hudson Envy fan. It's great to see. Yeah. It's great to see a gal who's working. Well, that's hard. why I kept watching it too. Like I was, I, I wasn't going to continue watching it. Mm-hmm. But they started bringing in some of the, like they brought in some of the luchadoras. Yeah. I actually saw, a, and then they brought in Doctor Wagner Jr. for a show. What they did? Yeah, they had like a, like they had like a mixed tag or something. Oh, okay, yeah. And that was the show that I was telling you about that had that girl that nearly broke that broke her leg doing a, a like a yeah, oh that's like what a, you're telling like me like a power bomb or German you suplex. did tell me about that yeah <laughs> I didn't realize yeah that was so <laughs> funny and so I I was like yeah this isn't that great and then like they start bringing like Hudson and I was like yeah. oh I know that I've I've seen her here I want to keep watching see which well, yeah it's fun to see somebody with yeah. a good attitude who's upbeat and really really trying to make it it's, yeah it's it's like when oh uh, you know. When I saw her at her gimmick table, uh, she she was just saying, "God, I suck so bad in there." And I just said, "Compared to what?" Yeah. And she said, "Compared to everything." And I stopped and I thought, "Well, maybe that's what makes somebody improve is yeah, just yeah. get hard on themselves and yeah, yeah." I mean, she has stuff, some stuff to learn, but she's she's better than I ever was. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Everybody knows about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So it's like it's. I just I, I do hope they come back yeah I hope so like it's something fun like if they do it every year that's, yeah I think there should be some show there should be more people doing shows like that every year rather than like doing like all these random continual you know yeah, like exactly every every weekend doing an every women's, weekend women's show I don't think that would work semi disorganized I wouldn't I wouldn't go like I wouldn't want to go like like if somebody here locally decided hey I'm going to start running women's wrestling I probably want to go to every show anyway. No, no. Because there's not enough good women here. You'd ha- yeah, you'd have to have some good women, and you have to make a compelling reason for you. Once and I'm not, I'm not even saying, like, there's so... I mean, even the man, there's not a lot of great ma- male wrestlers. Well, and on top of that, there's just so many shows with the same wrestlers on them. Because we've seen it, like, when the when the when on the Sundays where there's multiple shows, and wrestlers shows aren't awesome. on all these other shows... You go to the show and it's like you start seeing the the quality of the show kind of dips. Exactly. And maybe you get the good main event because the guys who came in, but it's like you don't really. It doesn't really. Yeah, and and let's. And let's, I mean, I'm not gonna knock them for trying it because you know that's what they got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that it. It's almost like I think if I was gonna run a show, I'd wait a while to see if some of the other promotions kind of. Yeah, it stopped doing away. it. Well, yeah, you know, like that one much. that one year I was going to think, I was thinking of promoting again, like I think it's 2004, 2005. And then like the NWA started running and then like yes. other promotions, like I ain't going to do it then. Well, and it's like there have been... Some and especially because I don't like spending money as it, as it is. It's like I'm just going to keep Yeah, and that's it. the first thing that goes when you're promoting, yeah. unless you get a sponsor, which is difficult. Uh, but there was one point where on Sundays you could find like five lucha shows in the LA area. Yeah, and it's like that now again. Like, yeah. Although right now there hasn't been because I think there's UIPW is kind of like going through other things right now. Yes. And then yeah, um, this is true. This is true. Superboy's also going through other things right now. 
Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. These guys are trying to run a promotion, but they're everyday they guys who have, have, have to live at every. Yeah, they have other, they have other you know? things going on in their lives that kind of they can't just promote shows Absolutely. at the moment. Absolutely. I think Lucha Libre VIP is still running, but they're not. They, I don't think they've announced another show lately. Yeah, they ran. Not, they ran the last they're, week. They're, I think that's the one I'm the least familiar with of all the. Oh, FMLL is running in. Um, I think next week or this weekend. I think it's this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, soccer versus Ultimo. Yes, yes. And are you uh, going to Pro go to that? Morgan. Pro Tomorrow. Are you going to go to that? When is it? I think it's Sunday. Sunday. Thirty-five bucks. <laughs> like, no. Oh, I'm not going. I can't make it. I can't make it. I don't even know if it's thirty-five bucks. <clears throat> let me let me check. I'd love to go to those shows, but they're way too pricey. Yeah, the last show yeah. we went to was like. I mean, that one I had no qualms about shelling out the money because uh, I mean, Matematico was there. It was a who's who of veterans, you know. And just met Negro Navarro. I mean, that was like one of the highlights of our year. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that made it. The fact that we got to interview um, Negro Navarro. Negro Navarro was worth it. Yeah, and it was a really fun show. I mean, but, you know, to do it, you know, even several times a year to spend that much money, you'd really have to load the card up for me. Yeah, hold on. I'll get it. I'll... Oh, Cobarde's on it. Cobard is on it. Yeah, I could talk to about uh, to him about Juarez. That's true. Is it this weekend or is it, I think it's next weekend? Is it? Did I click the I clicked the wrong. Ah, uh, you're on. Are you on your um, poster mania yeah. page? Yeah, coolest page on the net. <laughs> no, totally. I look forward. I to I like it. how we're doing the whole silence. Yeah, so I guess I got to think of something to talk about. Talk about something while That's I. That's right. Look there's for. too many shows on Sundays. Lucha Libre shows in the L.A. area. Yeah, it is. I'm just repeating what I said a few minutes yeah. ago. But yeah, Shocker versus Ultimo Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Nicho el Millonario and Jaque Mate versus El Cobarde and Pirata Morgan. For the first time ever in FMLL, Chaos and Fuerza Guerrera. Ah. Jalisco's going to be on that show. Um, how much is it? Do you don't have the price on here? That would help. Oh, $25 for adults, 10 for kids. That's not too bad. It's actually. in El Monte, Garvey Avenue. Florentine yeah, Gardens, yeah, the same yeah, place. Yeah, the place we yeah. saw it. I, d- I dig that place. It reminds me of the Portland. I just can't arena. sit through a hawk. I don't think I could sit through the Nicho and Mionara Hakimata versus. Well, but the here's the thing. I wouldn't mind interviewing one. But of think these of it. Guys, think of it. There's good odds Nicho won't be there. Why? There's always no showing cards. <laughs> in fact, they should have an advertisement for in case Nicho doesn't they show up. Have, he's aged really. Like he's got that really aged That's physically and. It's this weird. Place. I I actually, I can't sit through Shocker and Ultimo Guerrero. What am I talking about? Yeah. I'm making fun of the other guys. Like, I can't sit through Shocker and Ultimo Guerrero. I, and I actually saw Sakosis' first match. Wow. In Tijuana when wow. he's alive, and they announced this is his debut. I wouldn't mind seeing. He looked look like a kid. And uh, uh, Baby Richard will be there. Piloto Suicida, Acero Dorado, Sin Limite, Super Nacho, El Platanito. Maybe we could get a uh, uh, Forza to interview first. That would be a Forza. What do you, this guy said? Call said you you're you're rude. You're rude. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wouldn't mind interviewing Pirata Morgan. That would be my. That name. would be cool. Yeah, that would be very cool, actually. Yeah, Morgan, Morgan, one of my faves. Oh. One of my faves. Hey, what did I do? Um, I'm like, what did I do? I'm using my new Kindle Fire. That's very cool. That's yeah. when you're talking to me on the phone. Yeah. About. We're having just a regular conversation. I know. Now. I think how this podcast is joining. Cool. It's a shame we're not live. with having people call in. And call we should us have names. people like we should do a, li- a call-in show, and just have people ask. Yeah, let's do it sometime. Yeah, yeah but you, uh, <laughs> people would start asking us a bunch of like the same old questions. Well, then uh, advertise it as a psychic line. Although I wouldn't mind doing it. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll be el hijo de Walter Mercado. Yes. I'm just looking at it because it went back to the... Uh, yeah, it, yeah. Goes, it goes to the, the... You know when it goes to the old version of your web page? Mm-hmm. I, I saw... I, um, I keep getting confused by that. I Okay, I saw Sakosis' very first match. And I knew uh-huh. that was his first match at the time. Did I tell you, I, I only recently found out that I saw uh, Magnum TA's very first wrestling match. Really? I think you told me about, about seeing Magnum TA when he was early. Yeah, well... Uh, but it, I didn't know if you had... When I lived in Oregon, in Eugene, 1981, uh-huh. I remember uh, every every Friday I would get the paper because they would advertise that nice matches. And that's when Buzz Sawyer was a, a face in the territory. Uh-huh. And it said in the opening match, Buzz Sawyer will meet Terry Allen. And... At the time, there was an indie wrestler uh, um, named in the new, Tony new, Allen. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a Terry Allen on the indie circuit okay. up in uh, like Massachusetts. So you were like, yeah, Terry. in New England area. But I was I was saying, what Tom Burke's friend? So I remember calling up Tom Burke, and he says no, and he says I guarantee you he only wrestles like part time. He's like an artist. <laughs> he, yeah, he was like a, a guy who did art for magazines and stuff. Yeah. So. Um, I go there and yeah, Terry Allen. I just thought, damn, this guy has a cool look. The funny thing is, he looks handsome so dude. Uh, you're like, he's a handsome. He was dude. very handsome. Well, that's the funny thing. I thought, thought yeah, very handsome guy, but he looked so shy. Like he looked really yeah. shy. Yeah. And but a really good match. And uh, then I remember uh, later that year, I saw him. I think on like Southwest Championship Wrestling doing jobs, and <clears throat> I think it was the next year he got pushed in Florida. But I remember I thought, oh, that's cool. I saw him really early in his career. And uh, on Facebook, somebody, I can't even remember what the post was, but they were talking about uh, Magnum TA. And I put in the uh, comment section, I remember seeing him. I, well, I kind of gave a description of what I just described to you of, of that match. Yeah. And he was on Facebook, and he actually wrote in the comments, that was my very first match. Wow. Yeah. I guess Buzz Sawyer trained him, and I can't remember what he said. Did you guys become friends on Facebook, or? Yeah, but oh, that's, a, that's the last time we ever, yeah. ever had any contact. But I was I've just, always heard he's a good guy, though. Oh, I've never heard a bad thing about yeah. that guy. I feel bad for him. I do, too. I always wonder. He's like, one of those what it... I know, it sounds like he's... I feel bad for him for what happened, but he's actually, like, somebody who actually... Maybe it was the right thing for him, like, exactly. to get out of business. Exactly, I mean... He's, he's done... He's I mean, done, the business messes people up. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, uh, sounds like he... He really moved on really rapidly, you know. So, what do you think would have happened to him had he not been in that accident? I think he would have been on top. Yeah, in um, the I NWA. Picture, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, of course. I think he would have gone at some point to WWE. Like, yeah, yeah. I, like I, by eighty nine, ninety. Of course, that's a what if, but I don't picture him being the guy who type of guy who would crash and burn his career. Yeah. You know, he just he was really good. I'm kind of, how old was he when he was in the accident? The car I don't accident. know, but it was. I mean, late twenties. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was young. I so mean, would he have made it in time for the? Would he been if he would have been active? Would he have been around for the night Monday Night Wars? Probably. Oh but, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he probably would have been in his mid thirties by then or late thirties. Because the, the crash I think was in eighty six. Eighty six. Yeah, and then ten years later. Yeah, I just remember being late, so bummed when I heard it because yeah, I mean it's not like I knew the guy, but it just and 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 you know I I don't know just. I really wasn't in touch with anybody in the business and stuff, but I, as I watched him, I kind of thought, damn, this guy seems like he's got his shit together. Seems like yeah. he's really good. You know, not just a really good worker, but 
somebody who's really uh, following whoever's leading, which wound up being Dusty. I didn't know that at the time. Um, and then later I heard... I thought it was every, great. Every bit was true. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. I always dug the name Magnum TA. I was like, that oh. That was a great name. Like, I usually, Magnum PI. I usually hated names like that. Yeah. But, he had the look to yeah. fit that. So, so have you seen... You've seen Echicero's um, look, right? His look? I love it. Who do you think created the mask design and the outfit for him? Who came up with the Cetus. concept? Who? The artist? No. I have no idea. Canelo Casas. Well. Okay. So Canelo Casas has value, man. I was going to say, why doesn't he just make masks full time? Why does he just be a designer and stuff? Yeah, and he'd probably make more money, too. Probably. Uh, Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, it's really nice. The design and everything. That is a beautiful mask. Yeah. I I love it. Hechichero's look so much. I know I said it a million times on this podcast, but his new look completes. I, I really like what he was saying about um. They asked him, a fan was telling him, "Hey, um, you're um, you're you're very charismatic and very good in the ring." Mm-hmm. Um, and then they they said something else. I think they were just telling him how yeah. great he is. And then he said he, he they asked him a question and he's like, "Well, before I get to the question, because he's very talkative. Mm-hmm. This is one thing that very very talkative guy." So um, he's like, well, before you answer the question, I just want to mention this thing about the charisma. Because, um, you know, a lot of people bring that up as mm-hmm. for wrestlers. He's like, because everybody points out to the wrestling moves and all this. But with charisma, he's like, you're not, you're not taught charisma. Mm-hmm. You're born with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, you either have it or you don't. He's like, some of us have it, some of us don't. He's like, when you go out there, he's like, this is why I, I really, he was talking about Nero Casas. He's like, you go watch Nero Casas. Nero Casas, as soon as he steps into the into the arena, he's already in character. He's excited. You, yeah. could, you could get the feeling of him having fun and all that stuff. He's got charisma. He's like, that's not taught. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I, I remember, uh, you know, when we were, when like Physical and I were first Nero Casas fans and stuff. You know, it was not often you have Lucha shows in the area. Yeah. This was 1986, 87. Uh, he had appear every now and then. There was one show in San Bernardino. I wasn't able to go, but he was. Mm-hmm. And so I said, uh, how was Negro Casas' match? And he, he says, well, the guys he... It was a tag. He was... The guys he was in were just really lame, but he says, it didn't matter. Negro Casas just steps in yeah, the ring and yeah. he shines. He said Negro Casas just, just made the match work. Well, look, even that show that we went to, he only worked maybe 10 minutes and he was... We still enjoyed his match. We enjoyed it and yeah. everybody enjoyed yeah. it. Everybody yeah. was happy that night. It's kind of shame, a shame that it was raining and it was a weird place to run a wrestling show. I dug show. it though. That's, <laughs> why I love, like, that's why I love well, that Lucha. You, know, you never was, know what the building is. It was in a bad building. It was just out of... It, it was kind of like the Oxnard show where you couldn't find the place that easily. It was... That building was a trip. Yeah. I, I love... It was this... It was this in an industrial area of L.A. Kind of seemed unfair for Pornero Cause, although he didn't mind. He was like... I bet you he's, he's been used in worse to stuff places. like that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, you know, I keep forgetting that when I talk to the guys because mm-hmm. I, I see them in Arena Mexico or I see them in like big stadiums, yeah. arenas. And I did this with Volador, with Volador Jr. when I said, uh, when I said, hey, how do you get used to like working in a, it was no diss to the promotion mm-hmm. or anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wrestling in Arena Mexico, which is a big building and then you're working in a little warehouse. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah, it's the same thing. And then I keep thinking, oh, I'm stupid. He wrestles in like the, he doesn't just wrestle in Arena Mexico, he wrestles in some shitty shit holes, Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, they run wherever... They wrestle wherever they get paid, you know? Exactly. In exactly. some of the buildings, I mean, they've wrestled outdoors. Oh, I, I remember there was a guy... Uh, that, I can't remember what the promotion was, 
97. They're running at the Olympic yeah. uh, every now and then. And uh, the guy running it was uh, trying to book Superboy, and Superboy wasn't interested. And he's saying, why not? And he says, well, because you're telling me you don't want to pay me. He's, he says, but this is exposure. I'm getting you yeah. out of the swap yeah. meets. Yes. And, and Superboy said... The wrestling... Said, uh, what is that? The wrestling tradition? Tradition. People, you, 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 try, you try to... Exposure, uh, exposure over money. Exactly. You dangled the carrot in yes. front of them and said, come here, it'll... And, uh, you know, Superboy is around long enough to just say, uh, I don't mind wrestling at those swap meets because they pay me. Yeah. And they're... They... It's just a swap meet, but they're respectful towards us. The fans have a good time. We get paid. Yeah. So I don't need exposure. He's wrestling. He's already wrestling in Michinoku Pro yeah, for several yeah. years. And I just think that's funny when they do that. Like the whole, we'll get you exposure. Like, oh, I, oh, oh. It works. And I'm not saying it doesn't it does work. work. It works for younger guys. I fell like, for it. I fell for it. But when you're already somebody who's established, you're not going to. Oh, it, it drove you, me crazy. You've either reached the point, the plateau of your where you're at. You know, you're pretty much where yeah. you're at. Or you're already know you can get to the next level you yeah, know you e- know how to get to that next level even even when i start when i started wrestling again when i started wrestling lucha indies in the early 90s yeah i wanted to work bad uh, yeah. and you know i wasn't anybody special i had to really say hey could you use me but the one time where i, I absolutely said absolutely no is when somebody did the exposure line to me yeah and several did it oh, oh god there's one they tried to say Oh, we're paying the wrestlers based on the T-shirts we sell at the matches. <laughs> and, like, oh, and I said, "Well, what's the guarantee?" And they were just talking circles, saying, "Well, we're going to sell a lot of these T-shirts, and you're not even a good carny, you, you dude." You never, you never know with T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> they probably gave them all away well, that night. Not for nothing, but I mean, because because wrestling isn't that. Oh, um, designed by humans um, is having a sale right now. If you want, Ooh, um, I love designed by humans. There are they're doing. Um, th- it's only a handful of shirts. Mm-hmm. That they're putting for eighteen bucks, yeah, and they're free shipping. So it's eighteen bucks and free shipping. Oh. So it's just a. I think if you go on there, if you click on the link, it'll mm-hmm. give you like the, the certain shirts they have. It's like about a hundred shirts that they have. It's from their own. So it's like yes. If anybody just click, you could click on our on uh, on our yes um, on Lucha World the ad d- designed by, by humans. humans. It is a great. Yeah. I've bought at least eight shirts from there. Yeah, I, I, I bought two today. So. There. Well, I need, what, what did you get? I got another one with a shark. <laughs> nice, nice. You get yeah. sharks, I get cats. Well, because it's got it's and another one with a skull. Skull, nice. skull, and sharks are my thing. <laughs> the skull had a headphones. I, I wanted because it, it's the it's this kind of t shirt, the the mm-hmm. heather material, which I kind of like. Yes, it's a softer t shirt. I don't like the the thicker. You, you know that first one, the tan shirt you got me with a cat with a head. Yeah, a yeah. Cat. Aside from my Ramones shirt, my deep purple They have that shirt. shirt on sale also right now if you want to get that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that shirt, the, the only sh- shirt I get as many comments about is my Ramones shirt, my deep purple shirt, and my Espanto shirt with the mask laces on the back. Oh, okay. Uh, but that cat shirt, everybody, for some reason, just digs that shirt when I wear it at work. Yeah. I get more comments. Yeah, a lot of my, 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 a lot of my cousins and my nieces and nephews, they, mm-hmm. they're, they, 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 the only reason they like me is because I'm actually come off as being cool based off t-shirts and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Music, because I kind of stay up, up, like Conan says, you have to stay up to date with all that stuff. Totally. Which I kind of try to be, but. I don't, it, it, it's unintentional, though. It's, it's not even me being intentionally trying to do that. It's just the way it is with well, me. Well, that's like, how I just it works. Like, there's just a lot. You I have a lot of interest. It. Yeah, I, that's just the way I am. Sports, 
everything I just like to like. I just enjoy all that stuff. I know, so me too. I, I I did pop culture. Yeah. You know, uh, at at work there's days where uh, my my nickname is Otter Pop because <laughs> when I wear the deep purple shirt. Oh. I also wear my purple jeans. Yeah, and my yeah. Purple shirt. Well, that's what I was telling you the, the day we were at Stardom, and we were talking about. You said that you uh, you usually wear black to the work, and I said, no, you don't. You wear purple, and you're like, that's right, I do wear purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, then I have these like aqua blue jeans, uh, and from Design by Humans, I got a shirt called Ultradelic. Yeah, like a play on the Funkadelic, but it has Ultraman on the. Uh, well, yeah, and, it, and it's bright blue, so I'm I'm the uh, I'm the blue raspberry otter pop on. Yeah, I'm bummed they didn't have the the Chewbacca T-shirt for sale. <laughs> oh, they had a Chewbacca T-shirt for sale for no way, uh, not for sale, but they have it because they're now doing um Star Wars, right, Marvel, right. and DC Comics, and all these different. Com- it's amazing how much how big those guys got. I when, when I go on that site, I only go when I know I can buy something. When I when I can drop, yeah, because it's hard to leave that site. With that's the, the reason I tell you right now because they're doing a sale. It's like I'm going to check like, that tonight. Then if you're if you're buying two shirts, it's thirty six, maybe thirty eight bucks. Nice, <laughs> as opposed to paying fifty for like two of the shirts. And it's like, it's 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 amazing. Like we were talking about the t-shirts, like Kevin Kleinrock doing the Mass Republic thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I remember when a lot of those companies were first starting. It's like they used to rip your money. They used to rip you off. Really? Just because like I don't know because they the, the 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 they were getting great art. Mm-hmm. But it was like very hard. I think the demand was too much for the supply. So kind of like, like where the idea was good, but they they weren't organized. Yeah, so wise. so yeah. some of them would disappear because there was one that I got. One of the first ones I bought just disappeared, and it was like one of those where I just like I had to send them an email. You know, I'm I'm not the type of guy who's like going to oh, be yeah, like an yeah. asshole. I had to be an asshole with them because like, dude, what are you guys going to? They, they sent the shirt, but it's like, fuck. Well, and it's stuff like that. It's those offbeat things like that because I remember years ago. Uh, you know, before internet, there were a lot of advertisements in... Through B- those magazines in, and stuff like that. Yeah, ma- everything from wrestling magazines to B-movie magazines. There's a lot of people who sold, like, bootleg uh, Hong Kong or Godzilla tapes. And you're taking your chance. Some of them would send it to you right away, and then others, you actually had to get on the phone and call yeah. them. Um, you know, and I, I get... I think you do see less of that now, though. I see a lot of offbeat sites where... They run it like a business. Well, you know the thing I'm most impressed with is that, like with wrestling, if you would have told me like ten years ago I would wear a wrestling shirt in public, mm-hmm. I'd been like, yeah, probably not. Like being right, being at the age I was, and even mm-hmm. you know, once you're past a certain age, you're not going to wear a wrestling shirt. But it's like I have no problem wearing my Paraguayo T-shirt everywhere I go. Oh, absolutely, because it's a cool, cool they T-shirt. They're so awesome these days. I mean, the Ingo Bernabe shirt. I can't wait till I get it. Because it's, I mean, the shirt looks awesome. Yes. The new shirt, they, the first one they made was like, kind of look weird. Well, I remember in, when WWF first started coming here, like in 83, 84. Yeah. And when Sergeant Slaughter from Babyface, they had the coolest shirt. I, I can't Not that they don't make bad shirts, but there's, yeah. there's but more Yeah, but there were a lot shirts. of shirts that, well, one, I would, that was when I was just starting to work indies. Yeah. And, uh, Did you ever have that issue about wearing a shirt because you were a, a worker? And you don't, you couldn't wear. Oh that. yeah, I was delusional. Yeah. and a lot of the guys did. Yeah. A lot of the guys, you, you, you'd wear, uh, no, no, you'd wear the shirt, but you wouldn't wear it to a wrestling match. I had that. We had that happen when um, Dan would do his merch table, mm-hmm. and guys would show up and be like, "I'm going to get some of these things, but um, I'll come back later because I don't want the guys to think I'm I'm a mark." Jeez. And yeah. I'm like, dude, I shouldn't say that because I, I I'm like, dude, you, and I I wasn't. Be, I don't. I hope 
Yeah, this guy probably not gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, dude, who the fuck cares what these other guys? This is just me. I was like, I told him, what, who the fuck cares what these other guys think? Well, also, also it's funny like, today because back I think then, that's that's why I'm not a wrestler because I would never give a fuck about what people think. Yeah, I've never been. Well, that well but here's another thing: is back, back when I was started. Well, one, I was with these indie guys, and I shouldn't have even worried about it. But with the whole one kid, of them became Sting. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, no. The funny thing is, I. Uh, oh, it's a good way to put it. Well, they adhered to kayfabe more, and they were a lot more scared to look Markish than they are now. Like, uh, I'll hear people gush over how wonderful somebody is publicly yeah. who's in the biz, uh, rookie in the biz. But back then, I remember uh, talking to some workers when Antonio Leone was running, and these are guys who were really good, and they'd start raving about, uh, uh, like one guy was raving about Rick Martel. Uh-huh. He's just so awesome, and he stops and goes, oh, I don't mean, like, I'm not a marker or anything, I just love the way he works. And, yeah. and I'm kind of like, you know, relax. Yeah, I know. But I understood where they were coming from, because people would razz you a lot, but... It seems to, yeah, that it, it's funny. Yeah, I'm guessing. And the older I get, the less I get. Yeah, and, and that's what, I think that's what like with Volador Junior. When I was having that conversation with because mm-hmm. I, I told we talked about Stukita and how I raved about how great mm-hmm. Stukita was, and he agreed with me. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing that wouldn't have been a conversation with like, like um, Jerry Estrada in 1985. No, no, it wouldn't have. Or, or something in the 80s, like well, Jerry Estrada had his own issues, which I, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I would. That's a whole different. Set <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm talking like Javier Cruz or something like that, or somebody from that era. Tony Salas or probably wouldn't. There would be about. more of a disconnect. Yeah, when more of a. Although like I, especially. I don't know because Negro Navarro was very. He's from that era. And, That's I mean, true. Our conversation was just the same. That's maybe true. it's maybe it's more of a. Well, it could also be just a, a, a culture culture thing. A culture thing. Yeah. Different era too. You know. What was I going to tell you? Oh, oh, I remember what I was going to say. The Sergeant Slaughter shirt I had. It yeah. was really cool. It was a, a you know, army green shirt. Had, yeah. had Sergeant Slaughter and all these Cobras on it. It was the one shirt I would wear. Yeah. Like, but uh, I was... The place I was training, I was there. One of the trainers looks at me and says, Oh, you're such a fucking mark. <gasps> and he says, says they actually, like, they actually jipped uh, uh, you out of money for that shirt. Do you want to know what shirt he was wearing? What? It said... Last Chance Saloon. Liquor in the front, poker in the rear. Oh, jeez. Oh, dear. <laughs> Who's the mark now? Yeah. <laughs> I was he probably ask, still has that shirt yeah, 30 years yeah. later. Like, that's just... It's it's always that one guy who always has to point oh, out. Oh, exactly. And that's what I, when that guy was saying that, I was like, dude, don't worry about it. I mean, yeah. all these guys are indie guys. None of these guys are going to... Like, especially there, I was like, none of these guys... I mean, Brian Cage, I think Brian Cage might have worked that show. I go, Brian Cage is going to make it. Rest of you guys, no, no, no. I'm sorry. And, those, wanna... and those are the ones that overthink it and get yes. delusional. They, they. Well, that's why I like Supernatural. I'm yeah, a big fan of Supernatural because mm-hmm. he kind of he gets it. He does. And oh, he actually, totally, totally. And he actually has more talent than he actually probably gets credit for. I actually think it's a lot better than. He I gets. agree. I agree. Yeah. I don't think he thinks he's as as good as he doesn't. And 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 the one thing is is he should go crazy babyface instead of heel because he's he acts crazy, but. He's too lovable. Like and I said, I think he, I think he, he would have been great in the eighties. He would have been great. 70s. He's one of those guys. If it was a territory, he's the guy who would be great to start out as a heel. Yeah, then turn then, him. But turn. then you turn him and say he's the crazy guy. He's the crazy. He's guy. the crazy guy, and you say to the heels, like, like, okay, you've gone too far. 
uh, I'm getting supernatural, yeah. and they they're like, oh my god, get him away, he's nuts. Hey, you him know? and Whiskey Fist. Oh, were, were guys who I always go. thought I always thought were like, yeah, great. and I never understood why they didn't like. I never understood why they weren't booked often at the shows that we were. We'd go I there. agree. Yeah, it's, it's very but that's, cool. That's that's a different story. That's that's when we do our 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 look back at lucha at LA indie wrestling. Actually, yeah. And actually, I, w- I want to thank anybody who has lasted this long. Is in this the podcast. longest show? Yeah. Are we hit the uh, two hours? We're just hitting two hours and twenty three minutes. You know the weirdest thing? This uh, is the this show. I I probably won't even edit any, anything out because we didn't say anything bad about anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is a good time to call it. Quits yeah, let's now. call it quits. And anybody who stayed this long, I want to give you a big thank you. Contact uh, Kurt. He'll he'll send you a. a I don't know what I'll send. He'll send you a thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you... He'll poke you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't poke you on per- yeah, in person. Uh, Elena yeah. might kick my ass yes. for doing that. That still exists on Facebook. I didn't even really say that. Yeah, it still does. I it's very popular. It. Somebody used it um, a couple, like a month ago, two months ago, and I was like, that still exists? <laughs> I thought it was gone for a while. Yeah, because I never... It's not as prolific. It used yeah. to be right up there on the screen. Yeah. Somebody poked me. And then I w- went to look, and five other people poked me, like, in the last month. And so I poked them what, back. And... What is that? They just poke you? Does it notify you? Or is it just Yeah, notify? yeah. I, I get a note saying somebody just poked you. Oh. And uh, I'm saying, God, I, I, never I thought my anal region hurt. But well, you know, because you know, since I don't use my phone for Facebook or anything, I'm, like, the one person that has a, a phone. I don't check Twitter on it. Because I, I have I have a tablet now. I, have I an made iPod. the mistake of ch- of doing everything when we got this new Samsung yeah. phone, and because um, I have an old the phone. genie's out the the genie's out of the bottle. I wish I didn't because I'm always tempted to just grab it at work yeah. and look at it. But I um, don't like I, I have trouble turning it off. You man. are a wiser man yeah. than I am. Yeah. So, but um, we should probably end the show. Next show is going to be a, a, a four-hour show where we're going to recap no, the Observer. We're, no, we're going to make it up and have it be a five-minute show. We're going to condense it and talk really <laughs> yes. fast. We're, we're, we're going to talk fast like in those warnings uh, whenever they have a pharmaceutical commercial on TV. Like, this pill will change your life. It will rescue you. Side effects may, uh, side effects may include diarrhea, pneumonia, uh, seizures, uh, instant yeah. death. Uh, and then they rattle off all the things that it will do to you. We could have watched the final two matches from Eric. Heroes and Martell is why we did this podcast. Yeah, but it's more fun. <laughs> Next, it's podcast, more fun just shooting the bullet. Next there. podcast, I'll talk about those two matches. <laughs> okay, yes, and I'll unless talk I about... actually, yeah, that was Martell's. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, and I will bring up what I was going to bring up. That you IWRG. did, RG. Oh my I will. goodness! Next time, next time. Well, it's and... IWRG. You can bring it up anytime. Yes, and anytime is good. So yes. until then, may the right hemisphere of the brain short circuit the left hemisphere. May the left hemisphere short circuit the right hemisphere, and Bing, you're there. Oh my god, I did the opening and the closing in one take. Hallelujah. Rockin'.